Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, not Within the Lines Sports. Coming at you on Thursday, March 18th, 2021. Today is part two of March Movie Madness, Tyler and mine's quest to figure out the greatest actor in the history of acting. Today we have comedy, um, 16 different actors of the comedy variety. Mm-hmm. And we're going to break them down, as well as box office draws. Yep. Um, basically our list for people we like, but we didn't know where to put them. Exactly. Or we forgot them. Yes. (laughs) In one of the previous brackets. Um, So we're going to break those down. We're going to get our comedy winner. We're going to get our box office winner. And then we will have our four finalists. We'll give you the other two after the break. And that is the final four that we're going to talk about in the March Movie Madness finale next week. Let's get into the show. 'Cause Okay, so we don't have a sports episode this week. That is why we are getting a double upload. So we're getting this episode on Thursday. Last Monday we got the part one of March Movie Madness plus a review of Tom Holland's Cherry. Today we are just doing March Movie Madness, and then next Monday we are gonna be reviewing Justice League. And uh, episode one of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We might even split that up into two episodes, depending how long we go with that. Um, so today, just one mega comic book. 
movie yeah. slash show episode. Very well could be. Uh, today, like we said, part two of March Movie Madness. The finale is going to be next week. Just to recap, we had our MCU and our award winner categories, our, our groups, I should say. Uh, coming out of the MCU was third-seated Scarlett Johansson. Um, the four movies we are going to watch for the finale, we are going to rank all these movies on our patent-pending movie uh, ranking scale. Not ranking, rating scale. And then whoever has the best um, average score of these four movies is declared the greatest actor of all time. For Scarlett Johansson, we have her, Marriage Story, Jojo Robert Tyler put in the document. Love it. And uh, the Nanny Diary. So we did three b- good movies and one bad movie. So it's going to really test how good are you at your best, but how good are you at your worst. Mm. Um, and then the award winners, we had the seventh seeded Leonardo DiCaprio. And the seeds were determined by box office draw, not just by. Vaguely. You know, we realized we may have fucked up the box office by draw. By box part. office draw. That's okay. Um, <laughs> and the movies we are going to rate for him is Wolf of Wall Street, Inception, Django. Is it Django Unchained? Yeah, I think so, technically. And The Man in the Iron Mask, which I haven't heard of until 15 minutes ago. And it's one of his worst movies rated. And he's actually lead role, so that was fitting. And we're going to find a comedy actor, a box office actor, that's going to go up against those two. Those are two prominent names, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, um, it'll be fun. It's a lot for us to watch in the next two weeks. <laughs> well, Scarlett Johansson, I've seen one of them. I've seen three. Leo, I've seen one of them. I've seen two. Comedy... I have a good feeling no matter who comes out of comedy, I'm, I've probably seen That's at fair. least three of the four. That's fair. Box office, it's a toss-up on who we go with, really, um, on how much I've seen. So, Yeah, that's also fair. So we're going to start with box office. Again, seated by their box office draw, which is fitting, you know, considering we're in the box office category. Might be a little messed up. It is what it is. Whatever. Um, Deal with it. First matchup tie. Mm. The number one scene, Jay. If there's anyone who this category, he should be the one seed as the biggest box office draw, it's Dwayne The Rock, Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming up against a 16th seeded, kind of a newcomer on the block, at least relative to her peers here, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Um, she actually has 41 actress credits, which blows my mind. Um, yeah, I think that's a lot of smaller stuff. She's Australian, right? Yeah. Maybe she was in some Australian movies. Oh, I, I said, yeah. I don't know if she's Australian. Yeah. Um, be Queensland, Australia. July 2nd, 1990. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Our three categories that we're going to be judging these people on every single matchup. It is a most iconic role. So just sometimes that might be just the case of the person being iconic. Sometimes it's the case of a character being iconic. We kind of pick and choose what we want to do. Yep. Uh, we go with range. So how what kind of movies can they be in and, you know, different characters and whatnot. Are they one trick pony or not? And then consistency. So that's really we look at their worst movies. And it's kind of like who has the better worst movies slash who has the more good movies. It's kind of the better you know, batting average. Pretty much. Uh, so that's our three categories. The Rock versus Margot Robbie tie. This is... Oh, we say man. it's the Rock uh, grouping, but this is an interesting matchup right off the bat because Margot Robbie's only this low because she's relatively new, but she's been in some good stuff. Oh, yeah. No, she definitely has. Um, you know, we obviously have seen her as uh, Harley Quinn. Yes. In both um, Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, which... Ironically, Birds of Prey is one of her good movies, and Suicide Squad is probably a key bad movie we could talk about. <laughs> Same role, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wolf of Wall Street, she had a prominent role in. Um, Recently in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, smaller role. And then I believe I, Tonya is like her highest critically rated movie, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen it, admittedly, but it's got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. She's also in that bombshell movie about Fox News that came yep. out last year, or 2019, I should say. In a movie called Focus with Will Smith, 
I've never seen it. I just didn't know she did a, a project. Oh, that's is, the that's the concussion movie. No, I don't think it is. Is that the movie where Will Smith reportedly had a um, supposedly I should say had an affair with her, and that's what started all the Jada Pinkett Smith drama? I think so. Oof, bad look. She's also in the Lego Movie, the second part two. I remember that movie being better than fifty six percent. I never saw it. I don't think it's a concussion movie. But it's like I don't it's like it's like cool. They got like binoculars up high. They're like looking at like like football players on the field. It's like a it's like a we're smarter than you type movie. You know I like those movies. Okay. I like to be degraded and they told I'm stupid. Okay. And then we have The Rock who's been in just about everything. Um <laughs> you know, he's got the Fast and the Furious franchise that he's done. He's got that Rampage movie that came out Central Intelligence with uh Kevin Hart, yep. Baywatch, Jumanji, yep. San Andreas. Um, the Tooth Fairy, we we said, was his bad movie. Mm. Lowest um, on uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Journey to the Mysterious Island, which is Journey to the Center of the Earth Part 2. Yep. I actually really like that movie. I know it's not a good one. Uh, Pain and Gain with Mark Wahlberg. Hercules was one of his first movies. You skipped movie. a huge one. G.I. Joe? Fucking Moana. Moana. Voice actor in Moana. Yeah. Uh, briefly in The Other Guys, Race to Witch Mountain, Gridiron Gain, um, Oh, that's another fucking Apparently, movie. he was in Get Smart for a little bit. He was in The Scorpion King. Yep. That was one of his first movies. Doom. He was actually briefly into um, Reno 911. Um, he's been in everything. He's fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson. There's a reason this man draws a dollar. And it's because people like seeing him on screen. So he's on screen as much as he possibly can be. Now, I got to ask you this, Ty. We talk about iconic roles. I, oh. Just the icon factor. Obviously, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is iconic. That yeah. is without a doubt. Mm-hmm. But the most iconic thing he has done in his career is his wrestling career, just because that is what got him popular. And that's what, you know, yeah, the mainstream, you know, audience doesn't know him for that. But I feel like that's his, his stage performance. Yeah. His character in the WWE, which is just an exaggerated version of himself, um, is bigger than any character he played because I can't really think of a marquee character, maybe outside of Hobbs or is it Shaw? I think it's Hobbs. No, he's definitely Hobbs. Um, but that was, he came in on part five in an already huge franchise and it was just and him and Vin Diesel didn't get along so now he's you know the game plan that's another good movie I didn't mention well then they started to get along people forget they did they worked together well no I mean like uh in real life well that's just because they're like who's the bigger badass yeah like Vin Diesel's like I am and everyone's like shut the fuck up Vin Diesel well that's the thing is that's why he reportedly was they made Hobbs and Shaw is because Vin Diesel and The Rock couldn't work together anymore but they wanted to keep The Rock in the franchise because he's the fucking Rock. Yeah. So they gave him his own movie, and they were like, hey, let's just bring in another wrestler. John Cena, come on. You're Vin Diesel's brother. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one wrestler who won't steal the light from Vin Diesel in his eyes. Which John Cena, not in our bracket, unfortunately. He'll be there next year. Okay. Okay. He needs more work. So, And then we talk about Margot Robbie, though. Icon. Harley Quinn's kind of iconic. Yeah, I I would agree. I mean, it's what she's known for. It's probably the biggest DC character that like the success-wise that they've made recently. Yeah. Like people have differing different opinions on Ben Affleck or Henry Cavill's Superman, but like it seems like this is the one character they've made that everyone's liked. Yeah, and even in the bad movies, you know, there was that kind of mainstream appeal just they they really sexualized her in that first Suicide oh, yeah, Squad, no, no and that kind of got her the mainstream appeal. And then she was at, they I actually mean, let we're her just do gonna, more. We're gonna Birds ignore the fact that she's just butt naked in the Wolf of Wall Street, laying on a bed with money. That is true. 
I forgot about that. If anything sexualizing her, it's the one where she's actually having sex. Yeah, but they marketed Suicide Squad <laughs> yes. very much as a, you know. So, but I, I feel like that's, I obviously The Rock is the more iconic person, but The Rock is iconic. And The Rock came from WWE, not from a movie. You're right. I, for me, it's it's Harley Quinn over any of, it's over Hobbs, yeah. basically. I agree. Because <laughs> um, he's just himself in movies. Which we get to range. It's just himself in movies. <laughs> and I fucking love Dwayne Johnson, but he just plays Dwayne Johnson. And then we get to consistency. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of Margot Robbie stuff because she's younger. Um, younger in terms of, you know, her career and whatnot. I mean, The Rock has had some stinkers, but I feel like everything he's in, even a stinker, is enjoyable just because it's The Rock and he's got that charisma. It's, it's literally the exact same thing as Sam Jackson that we talked yeah. about. Where it's just like, you know what you're getting. And even if there's a bad casing around it, you're still getting The Rock. So even if we give him consistency, because he very much is consistent, he doesn't get range. He doesn't. There's no chance he gets range compared to Margot Robbie and Wolf of Wall Street, Harley Quinn. Um, I've seen her in other shit, too, which really pisses me off. Bombshell, I, Tanya. Like, she's been in a lot of different characters, a lot of different stuff. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. No, she definitely gets the range, um, despite the limited amount of work. (laughs) And the character, again, The Rock is not a movie character, so he cannot get credit for that in our movie bracket. Now, if they did a a rock movie, they have a rock TV show. Maybe they just need to do a rock movie where it's just him playing The Rock. Well, he did do, what was that, the wrestling movie? Yeah. The family one where I'm pretty sure he's just himself Ooh. using The Rock in a movie. No, nah, I'm not counting that. I'm giving it to Margot Robbie. <laughs> an, uh, I agree. An upset, the 16th seed going over the first. The man who we created the category for it's true. is losing in round one. A- and that's. It's brutal to see, but it's it's our it's our system. It's how we got to score it. He's a one trick pony, and goddamn it, if people love that one trick, <laughs> but he's a one trick pony. Oh, next up we have the eighth seeded Robin Williams, R.I.P. to the ninth seeded Mark Wahlberg. Robin Williams could have been in the comedy uh, category. We just put him in box office. He was kind of a late addition, I believe. Yeah. Um, his best known roles, he was um, the genie in Aladdin. Aladdin, Aladdin. <laughs> he was um, Matt Damon's mentor, whatever it was, in Goodwill Hunting. He was Mrs. Doubtfire and the titular Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> or did I use that word right? You always use the word titular. And he I don't is know. the titular okay. Mrs. Doubtfire. I, I really like that word. I just don't know how to use it. <laughs> um, Jumanji, the original, he was the, the main in that. Um, there's a lot of movies. I mean, Night at the Museum, he plays, um, what's his name? The president. Um, Roosevelt? Theodore Roosevelt, yeah. That sounds right. He's in Hook, which is like that live-action Aladdin movie. I've seen bits and pieces of that. RV, which I think is one of his worst movies, but I loved it as a kid. Um, Jack is a movie about, I believe, like a a special ed individual, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, it's a baby boy whose body ages much faster. You're thinking of Tropic Thunder, where he plays simple – not him, but – oh, my God. Someone plays simple Jack. Okay. Probably, yeah. Um, robots. <laughs> so he's in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, his worst movie, probably RV. I don't know if you've seen RV, but I know it does not have good reviews, and it was not that good of a movie. Um, I liked it as a kid, but watched it when I was older, and I was like, "Wow, this movie's terrible." I have not seen that movie. It's just them in an RV, just doing the twenty-four percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It's not great. Then okay. we have um, what's his name? Mark Wahlberg, who's in the other guys. Probably my favorite performance from Mark Wahlberg. Again, could have been in the comedy because his best stuff might be comedies. It's true. Uh, Ted, he's in The Fighter. 
his bad movie he's kind of been in a lot of shit if we're being honest like <laughs> and by shit i mean like actual shit yeah um we didn't single out a singular bad movie for mark Wahlberg, but i mean like i mentioned pain and gain oh with the rock I, that was decent mm-hmm. i've seen that one renaissance man is his worst rated movie um daddy's home and daddy's home 2 didn't get good reviews i personally like it but um the transformers movies yeah. obviously box office but not great um spencer confidential oh, i don't know fuck. how good that one was that I was a Netflix transformers movie. movie was so bad the last night has 15 percent in rotten tomatoes he was also in boogie nights which i know is like a cult classic that i personally yeah. have not seen okay so there's that it's uh it's really rough going through his rotten tomatoes seeing how many splatters there are invincible i know people like that movie he plays like the guy who tried out for the eagles and made the team he's in the lovely bones Oh, he's the dad in The Lovely Bones. Yeah. Forgot about that. Which, that's another movie where I remember being good, but then you look at the critics and it has a 32%. That's just wild. Yeah. That movie just made me really sad. That's just like a a feel down (laughs) kind of movie. Yeah. So we go to Iconic Role. Now, Mark Wahlberg's been in some iconic franchises. Planet Mm -hmm. of the Apes is a huge franchise. Oh, don't forget The Happening. That's a bad movie. Okay, yeah. The um, (laughs) M. Night Shyamalan one. Yeah. Um, Transformers is an iconic franchise. Uh, that's kind of it. I said he's been in a lot. Um, Robin Williams though, is the genie, and I feel like that, that's more iconic than anything Wahlberg's done. Easily. He's and a fucking genie from Aladdin. I mean, it's so iconic, people were upset where Will Smith, another person in this group, who's loved, reprised it. And I thought he did a good job. But, like, people were giving a man who's loved shit for trying to reprise this role. That's how loved and iconic that role is. Yeah, so he's got that. Rain- so we have range, and we have consistency, range mark Wahlberg plays a really good serious asshole yeah he also can do ballet and the other guys yeah which is pretty good i admittedly i think robin williams very serious and goodwill hunting yeah um obviously he's a comedy genius yeah so i think he's nailed the comedy stuff i've never seen him play in like a military movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's true. Uh, with he's, that being said, he's absolutely in, uh, what is it, Vietnam, the, the Vietnam movie? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Um, <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> so I guess that's wrong, but even you get if, what I'm saying. I, I feel like Mark Wahlberg also kind of plays a version of himself in every movie. Yeah, so for sure. Even if we give I, – if, I feel like either way, Williams gets one of the two categories because we could give Wahlberg range. I don't know if we would. Consistently, it's, Consistency, though, it's going to Robin Williams. It's one of the two, out. no matter what we do. It's going to Robin Williams. So Robin Williams has to move on, right? Yep, absolutely. R.I.P. How far can he go? Oh, it's a, it's a Moana song. Okay. Um, <laughs> the next matchup, we have the fifth-seeded Emma Watson, known for the Harry Potter franchise most notably. Yep. Also reprised Belle in Beauty and the Beast, live-action yep. version. She was in Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is a very good movie. Banger. Um, I saw Paul that Rudd. movie. Paul Rudd's in that movie, I think. Uh, he's the teacher. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, she's also in, I believe, that's kind of it, huh? Um, Little Women. Yeah, Little Women that just that came out. That got a very good review. Uh, very good reviews. Uh, she's in The Circle with um, Tom Hanks. I don't think that got good reviews. She's in This Is The End, playing herself. That's right. Yeah, no, she does. She, I think she smacks someone. I'm, she's upstairs. She thinks Jonah Hill's going to rape her. I don't know. It's some weird shit. She's in that movie, though. And we have Tom Hardy, who is Venom. Yep. He's in Inception. Yep. Movie we're watching for the final four. Yep. And The Dark Knight Rises. He's Bane. Yep. He's also in some other. What else is Tom Hardy in? Um, He's in the one movie. I feel like he's in a lot. With Chris. Mad Max Fury Road. 
Yep. Uh, he plays two characters in a movie called Legend. Never seen it, but he plays two. He's in The Revenant with Leo. He's in Warrior, Capone, Venom 2. That's not out yet. Locke. Never Dunkirk. Yep. I still can't find the movie. I'm fucking thinking of it. It's going to piss me off. This means war. Um, it's a, rom- a rom-com with like Reese Witherspoon that. and Chris Pine, the guy from Wonder Woman. I feel like I've seen that movie. There are two FBI agents who start dating the same girl and make a competition to see who she goes with. I've not seen that movie. Pretty Shouldn't they making another Mad Max in 2023, Mad Max The Wasteland? I've never seen the first Mad Max. Whatever. <laughs> Sucker Punch. <laughs> it's well, a lot of shit. Tom Hardy's got some good movies. And I don't want to shit on Emma Watson, but I don't know. We'll get into iconic, though. So Tom Hardy, obviously Venom, very iconic. Not the first person to technically play Venom. Uh, yeah, that was that 70s Venom. Oh, I was talking about uh, Spider-Man 3. No, yeah, the guy from that 70s show who played Venom. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying there was a Venom from the 70s. Mm-mm. No, the okay. guy from that 70s show. Okay, yes. I thought – I was like, there was a Venom in the 70s? I didn't know that. Just the worst casting of all time. <laughs> um, the so nerdy guy from that 70s show is supposed yeah, to yeah. be the badass, intimidating villain. So we have that. I mean, obviously Bane – Iconic, but not as the most iconic villain in that franchise. It's Joker. Yeah. Um, no. Very good, though. Uh, the voice. People people do the voice. Hello, Batman. <laughs> was that good? That's beautiful, Jay. Uh, Mad Max, obviously. Is he Max? Is he the titular Max? He may be the titular Max. Again, I haven't seen it. Mac Rockanoxky. Um, But is that really iconic in pop culture sense? I don't know. Um, he's in a lot of good movies. I think if we're going iconic, though, we have to give it to Emma Watson for both uh, Harry Potter. That's just a massive, massive franchise, and her character is obviously two to um, Harry Potter, the titular Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm getting good at using that <laughs> there word. There you go. And uh, she's the live-action Belle, which is also a huge, huge role. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think if it was just Belle, there's some competition. I think Harry yeah. Potter blows everything else out of the water. Yeah, for sure. Um, so she gets it for that. For range – um emma watson i've seen her in a few things and whether it's Belle or hermione kind of name hermione kind of just herself yeah perks of being a wallflower like it's it's similar characters mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken I, I tell me if i'm wrong here are you i, mean, I said oh, tell me I, if thought, I literally i said, thought you had more to say i thought you had more to say no she just kind of plays herself and shit i don't know what emma watson herself is but it it, I, there's just not a lot of like depth. I feel like in the character she plays. I mean, she, you think about it, like Hermione is a character based off a book, and Belle is a reprise of an already you know role. And like, what else does she really have? You know, her her uh, filmography is pretty low comparatively yeah. to Tom Hardy. So Hardy's I mean, just been in so much that he gets the range factor just by workload alone. Even if we're seeing Emma Watson showing some range in her movies, and then we go to consistency. And I mean. I think it has to be Tom Hardy as well because, like, Emma Watson, all her best movies, again, is, like, Harry Potter. She's been the same character for eight of her fucking films. Yeah. Which hurts it, for sure. Um, I just – she hasn't done enough, and I, I haven't honestly seen enough of Emma Watson. I mean, Perks of Being a Wallflower is fantastic, and if she had more work like that in her repertoire, then this would be, you know, a closer conversation, but she just doesn't. Oh, oh. And obviously Little Women is a huge, 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 huge role for her because it's such a well – renowned movie um but i just don't think that's enough to get over everything tom hardy has done personally the f- is it the bling ring 
She also has 100% ballet shoes in 2007. But She's in a fucking t- – it is the bling ring. The bling ring? Yeah, it's got a 60% critic score, 33 audience score. That's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. What's what's wrong with it? it they just play like high schoolers who like like rob rob people. I think it's based on a true story. It's just an awful film, and she's not necessarily awful in it. Um, mm-hmm. She's definitely not good. That's just a shit movie that I forgot about until right now. I don't know. Like I said, Emma Watson, she's got some big roles, Little Women most notably, but most of it's Harry Potter, and then you got Belle for Iconic. Hardy's just done so much, and he's also – he, Little Women in Mad Max is a draw. You know what I mean? And then we just look at everything else Tom Hardy has done. I think it blows it out of the water personally. I, I definitely agree. I think without Harry Potter, this is a three-category sweep. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Tom Hardy moving on. Next up, Jason. These guys co-starred in Blade Runner uh, 2049. That's Mr. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say oldest person on our bracket. Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Um, going up. I, I was just wrong. I just misread this name. What? Um, that's Ryan Reynolds. I, I thought it was um, I th- thought it was Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Um, not MCU yet with Deadpool. But yeah. very well known for that. Done some other comedy can, stuff. We can say that uh, one of his good movie and both one of his bad movies, he played the same character in Deadpool. That's true. Different Two version. Different versions of Deadpool. Yeah. But Deadpool, good and bad. Yeah. Just want to throw that out there. Um However, I would think his worst movie is Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, that movie's bad. I've seen about half of it. I can't get through it. Harrison Ford, Star Wars. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, 42, which is probably not one of the first movies people would think of with him. But I personally, we're baseball guys, and I per- personally really like 42, so we threw it on there. Yeah, he's done, uh, I think Ender's Game is another movie that more recently he's in. Uh, like I said, The Blade Runners. Uh, I've seen the newer one. Not not the old one. Is he um, – <laughs> Star Wars fans are going to hate me for this. Is he uh, – who is he? Is he Skywalker no. or is he the other guy? What's the other guy? Um, Han Solo. Hey, there we go, Jay. Is he Han Solo? Yeah. Which one of them – so I've seen stuff on YouTube. One of them, like, really, really likes the Star Wars franchise, and one of mm-hmm. them just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's the guy who doesn't give a shit. So it's Hamill really cares. Yeah, loves it. He's Luke Skywalker. And Harrison Ford just doesn't give a fuck about it. No, not one goddamn bit. People will ask him, like, fan theories and stories and shit, and he's just like, I don't know their movies. <laughs> he, just, he just does not fucking care whatsoever. <laughs> he was in the 2020 Call of the Wild, Air Force One, I know I've heard of. Uh, yeah. Kind of really, you know, carried by – oh, he's in a Secret Life of Pets too. Don't forget that. That's the weirdest move I've ever seen in my life. It Secret just Life of Pets too. Yeah, it just didn't feel like a movie. Like, okay. nothing happened. Cowboys and Aliens. We, we, I watched that at your house, your parents' house. We watched that together. He is in that. I forgot about that. And we watched it together. Um, but it's really carried by Star Wars and Indiana Jones, which rightfully so. Those are two huge movies. Like we mentioned yeah. with Reynolds, we have Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Free Guy hasn't come out yet. I was really excited about that. I just wanted to throw that out there. Can't wait for it. Looks electric. Detective Pikachu. That's a fantastic movie. He plays Pikachu. The titular Pikachu. Yeah. Um... Six well, underground. Oh, timeout. He plays Pikachu and the other guy's dad. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the <laughs> other guy's dad as Pikachu. <laughs> um, Six underground, which I know you liked. <laughs> it's such a stupid movie, but um, goddamn, is it fun? R.I.P.D. That's awful film. I guess he's in Hobbs and Shaw. Maybe that's just for oh, a little gee, bit. Shut the fuck up, bro. That's a surprise cameo. 
Is it really? Yeah, no one knew about it. I didn't even know about it till right now. <laughs> Looking at his filmography, it's he's kind of a late bloomer in terms of making good movies. Yeah, I mean, he's known a lot for, uh, I think it's Van Wilder and Waiting, which are just kind of low-budget comedies, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of brought him on. And then he just kind of made really shit movies for a while. Yeah. Um, he was in Harold and Kumar. Oh, he's the male nurse, the the Y or whatever, the the GIF. That's commonly used. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, he was in Blade Trinity. Okay, so he's been in like four or five different comic book movies. This is impressive. The Proposal. Yep. Um, Chaos, Smoking Aces, Firefly, Paper Proposal. He just his filmography got was rough, and then he got Deadpool, and then he really hasn't. Detective Pikachu. Look, I am a huge Ryan Reynolds fan, but <laughs> this is shit. This is a lot rough, more rough than I realized. I yeah. So I now I just I just just to stand up for him. The change up, twenty five percent critic score. I remember enjoying it. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that type. That's him and and the guy from Ozarks and they uh, Jason Bateman. Yeah, they get switched into different bodies. Jason oh, Bateman's like a family. That's man. when they piss on the fountain, right? Yeah. Jason yeah. Bateman's like a family man, and Ryan Reynolds um, has like, like a bachelor. One of which was with a pregnant woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. I've seen that movie. It's a funny movie. <laughs> I don't know why I got a shit score. Um, iconic. It's Harrison Ford. It's not close. Deadpool is very iconic, but it's fucking Indiana Jones and Harrison and, and uh, Han Solo and Han Solo. It's that's a tough. <laughs> I think Deadpool beats out almost everyone else on this list for iconic, except for Han Solo and fucking. <laughs> Um, the other guy, <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, consistency. Uh, Ryan Reynolds consistently shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, he's consistent. All right, he makes bad fucking <laughs> movies, which I'm now more cautious of. Um, Free Guy. Yeah, I but was really excited for that movie. I have faith in Taika. Oh yeah, Ty- he's directing, right? I don't know if he's directing, but I know he's he's attached at producing. Somehow. Yeah, I think he's in it a little bit. It'll be good. If Again, they were both in Green Lantern, though, so what the fuck do I know? If Tyka's connected, it'll be good. Creatively. Not just performing. Yeah. Oh, God. Ryan Reynolds. Poor guy. Harrison Ford's moving on, man. I mean, we look at just – he's got more iconic. I mean, he's got more, like, bigger roles in um, 42 he's really good in. And Ryan Reynolds just kind of shit. Yeah, he's got Deadpool, and that's fun, and he should run with that. I kind of feel bad. I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan, but so I didn't realize how bad his movies that's are. That's fucking rough. It's rough. <laughs> All right, Jay. Next matchup is two beloved actors mm-hmm. for slightly different reasons, I will say. Okay. Uh, will Smith. Yeah. Our sixth seed. Um, the Fresh Prince himself. Yep. Um, you know him from movies such as After Earth <laughs> and Gemini Man. <laughs> Those are the worst two I can think of. Against Nicolas Cage. Yeah. The national treasure. The guy with the insurmountable pain of talent, great talent, whatever that movie <laughs> really is called. I really want to fucking see that movie. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, recently hosted the, the history of, of cussing or some shit like that on Netflix. Pretty good series. Just go watch it. Okay, I have not seen that. I will go watch that. Um, Ghost Rider, though. National treasure, face off, uh, gone in 60 seconds. Con Air? Con, yeah, that sounds right. We'll go yeah. with that. Um, Bad movie? Ghost Rider 2? <laughs> yes. I mean, bad movie, admittedly, Ghost Rider 1, but I fucking love it, so I, I'm not going to say it. 
uh, Will Smith, since he only mentioned his bad movies. Um, okay, so the movie you said that is about concussions, I don't think that's Focus. I think it's the movie called Concussion. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you may be onto something there. Uh, he's in the Bad Boys franchise, though. That's massive. Um, I Am Legend, a huge movie. I've heard Seven Pounds is really good. The Pursuit of Happiness, that's a tearjerker. Oh, yeah. Hancock. Yep. Hitch is a good movie. I, oh, Robot. Yeah. Men in Black. Uh, I Am Legend, did you say that one? Yes. Don't fuck with me. Uh, Wild Wild West, I know my parents love that one. Most importantly, probably Independence Day, or is Men in Black you think is biggest? Men in Black. Okay. And obviously The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is his most iconic role. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about here. Even though um, acting is TV shows. I don't know why we haven't yeah. also been including that. <laughs> no, because it's March Movie Madness. That's why. Bingo, Jay. Love it. <laughs> Glad you figured this out. Also in Suicide Squad. Yeah. And then he just got replaced with Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah. Who's playing a very similar. <laughs> it's a vaguely very... different African-American lead. Yeah. The, <laughs> even the character himself. Yeah. It's yes. very similar. Uh, Nicholas Cage also in The Rock. I know a lot of people like that movie. Personally, I haven't seen it. Know a lot of people like it. Um, we talking about iconic though. Nick Cage is iconic, but I don't think he's as iconic as Men in Black. National Treasure is good. Yeah. Ghost Rider didn't get the mainstream appeal that it needed. Um, he plays Spider-Man Noir. Yeah, pretty iconic. If it was Spider uh, Spider Ham, maybe I would have given him the nod. But Spider-Man Noir, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think it's Will Smith. Oh, and Will Smith's genie. Don't forget. Genie, yeah. Fuck yeah. From the live-action Aladdin. The less iconic genie, but he still gets some points for it. I I think iconic's got to be Smith. Range for Will Smith or Nicolas Cage? I'm going to say something that might be controversial here. I think Nick Cage has more range than Will Smith. I mean, it's controversial because I think it's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like Will Smith is like Will Smith and everything. I feel like, I mean, slightly, yeah, because he is Will Smith, but you look at him in, like, um, Bad Boys or something, where he's over-the-top funny Will Smith, or Hitch, where he's funny, but then you look like I Am Legend or Pursuit of Happiness, and those are very serious, very emotional roles. But Nick Cage is a treasure hunter. He's a pilot in Con Air. I don't know if he's actually a pilot. I'm just assuming. Sounds right. Gone in 60 seconds. He, He drives cars fast in 60 seconds. He's a fucking ghost rider. He, he rides ghosts. Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah, he is good in Kick-Ass. That's a banger of a movie. He's done some some voice work. Um, I I don't know. I, I think I'm it's, just trying to stir the pot a little. It's Will Smith for range. And consistency. It blows me away if you go to Will Smith's page. How many shit movies have, like, this has 26 critics, 83 audience for Gemini Man? He makes movies that people just like. 28%. Uh, critics for Bright, 83% audience, which I heard was actually really fucking bad, too, so who knows. It's just like, no matter what the critics say, people fucking love this, man. It's kind of like The Rock. He's kind of like the like the Rock's baby brother. Yeah. No, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised him and The Rock haven't done a movie together. I mean, dude, <laughs> fuck Endgame and Avatar. Good God, the box office <laughs> record's gonna break. How has someone, how has some like high-pitched producer just not pitched a movie with Will Smith and The Rock. Just a fucking action movie. My dad would eat that shit up. I should call him Everyone right now. Everyone on the face of the planet would eat that <laughs> shit up. <laughs> or like a movie where like one's the bad guy and one's the good guy, but it's like an anti-hero, so you're like rooting for both of them. And like it could just be a dumb movie where it's like The Rock is fighting for his family and Will Smith, like they're both fighting for their family and there's only one thing and both of them have sick 
wives who there's only one cure and they fight each other for the cure. Fuck yeah. I just wrote a fucking billion dollar plot. Fuck yeah. It's like it's kind of like I am Legend, where it's like you know civilizations cr- like collapsed, mm-hmm. and it's just these two gr- like fucking grizzled guys just surviving, taking care of their families, and they got to go through each other, and it's like Kong versus Godzilla, but it's them. And Both at the as end, heroes. they just come to a, a resolution. They work together. At the end, here it is. There's two doses, one to save themselves, one to save their wives, and their whole logic is like we gotta. I'm trying to save my my couple or whatever whatever i don't know what it is but at the end they both decide to die give it to both of their wives fuck yeah and then they have lesbian sex at the end that's not how it works but yeah probably not how it works um but that's a billion dollar movie (laughs) yeah these guys are fucking great um but we're not talking about him we can make make a lot of movie on this (laughs) make a lot of movie make a lot of money on this more money they would be have to print money for tickets He's also in uh, Shark Tale, the better version of Finding Nemo. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I love Shark Tale. It's good. It's not a good movie. I I love it. We got a 42% audience score. I don't care what the audience thinks. Um, it's Will Smith, right? We're moving Will Smith on. I love Nick Cage, but yeah, it's it's got to be Will Smith. Um, he's just a better actor. Nicholas Cage has a lot of talent that he has to deal with. I don't fucking <laughs> that remember the title. It's so insufferable and Yeah. But uh he just he's just himself. <laughs> he's another one of those guys where it's like you sign up and you know what you're getting from Nick Cage and sometimes it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Next up we have third seated Tom Cruise versus the fourteenth seated late edition. Fourteenth seated star, 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 star. Asterix was replaced someone else. We didn't fix their box score. Box office. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right. So Matthew McConaughey, mm. Wolf of Wall Street, very briefly. I'm surprised you listed that as his first movie. It's, just, it's my favorite thing when I think of him, just <laughs> pounding the fucking chest. <laughs> He's also in Interstellar, which is a fantastic movie I recommend. And Dallas Buyers Club, mm. which has got Oscar buzz, his performance. He got super skinny for it. I think he – did he win an Oscar for that? Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah. I believe he did, yeah. Matthew McConaughey has one of the hardest names to spell. It's just, I shit you not, I had to like quadruple take it, typing it down, trying to get it right. And I still may have fucked it up. So Matthew McConaughey, he should have probably been an award winners and we we forgot him. No, he absolutely should have. We said that. He was going to be in there and we said, fuck, Matthew McConaughey isn't on here. We'll add him to box office draws. Even though he only has one nomination, but it is a win. Best actor at Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, he fucking won. Um, That's as much as some of the other people in that category. Yeah. Versus Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, yep, uh, and Top Gun, I feel like, are his two most um, just uh, mainstream roles. Tropic Thunder, he is in. I actually don't remember that. Is he the director? Like the dick director yeah, he's or the executive asshole bald guy. or whatever it is? Yeah. He like, talks on the phone. He's like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. You put The Mummy as the bad movie? Yeah. I've not, never seen that movie. Not the original movie. The 2017 remake was oh. 16%. Okay. They tried kicking off the... Brendan u- Fraser's in the original one. Yes. They tried kicking off the Monsters universe with, like, the Mummy and, like, the... What's the one? The Invisible Man or some shit. They were trying to do a universe? Yeah. Universal with, was? Yeah, with all those characters. And this is the first one, and it got 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, and they gave up. Like, Does that also count Godzilla? Because they're calling that the MonsterVerse 2 or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But they were trying to make something with this, and That makes sense, because they have, like, movie. Frankenstein... Those, all those. those, yeah, yeah. The Loch Ness, or not the the creature um, of the Black Lagoon. Yeah, the fucking vampire one. Dracula? Yeah, Dracula. They're going to make a thing with all so of them. So they're copying what Marvel's doing, but 100%. with their properties. Yeah, that's what they were trying to do. 
And then Tom Cruise was in a really shitty Mummy remake, and they gave up. He also leads in The Last Samurai. Remember that movie? Oh, fuck yeah. Had to watch that in middle school. You did? Miserable. I don't know even remember what class I could have possibly had to watch that for. It was when you were in Mr. Resveloso's class. It was extra credit because your grade was so bad. You had to get your grade up. (laughs) I remember it vividly. That sounds right. I fucking hate history. And I fell asleep because I was with you when you had to watch it. And I said, I don't have to fucking watch this shit. And I fell asleep. (laughs) Now, question, Jay. Jack Reacher. Never seen it. It's just an action. It, it, It literally, this is like the... This is the pitch they kick to the side, and they're like, we don't want to make a Mission Impossible movie out of this. Name him something else and star in a different action movie with this script. Okay. Like, we don't want to taint Mission Impossible, so be the same character. Do the same shit. We'll just call it something else. Okay. Why? Is it very Mission Impossible-esque? It's just He's just being a badass. Like He is a Mission Impossible. Gotcha. I just don't get the point of making another movie. How many pop quiz? How many Mission Impossibles have there been? Seven? Eight? Seven. It's the releasing this year. He's going to space. Did you see, ever see that clip where he was yelling at all like the cast members for like breaking the COVID protocols and stuff? Yeah. Fucking Tom Cruise. Gotta love him. Serious. All right. So Cruise, McConaughey. Biggest role. Yeah. We go to the icon factor, which is what I've just been calling this now. Matthew McConaughey, you texted me when we were going to put him in. Like, have you like how much have you actually seen Matthew McConaughey do? Mm-hmm. And while obviously winning an Oscar is iconic, and Interstellar is a very good movie, but mm-hmm. no one knows the guy's name from Interstellar. I've seen no. the movie. I don't even remember It's also name. Magic Mike. Magic Now, Channing Tatum, I would give him the iconic role because you know how many women in their mid-30s and 40s fucking love that movie? Because he, of Channing isn't Tatum. Isn't he Mike? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen it. Channing Tatum is Mike. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he was – if Matthew McConaughey was the titular Mike, <laughs> then yes, I would agree. Okay. Um, why are you laughing? Magic. I just love it. I love the titular. <laughs> um, but we look at Tom Cruise, like Mission Impossible is iconic. Um, the oh, shit, Jay. So in Magic Mike, Matthew McConaughey plays Dallas. Do you think the women up front, like at the railing, are the Dallas Buyers Club? Yes. Nice. He's also in Jerry Maguire. Uh, Tom Cruise just wanted to point that out. I didn't mention but okay. Top Gun and Mission Impossible alone, just there's so much. And I feel like they're both – Mission Impossible, first one was 96. Top Gun was 86. They're making another one 30 <laughs> years later. Yeah. Uh, 25 years later. Um, we kind of miss those personally, but I, I still feel like – Well, we missed like when they were well, yeah. popular. I mean, we weren't even remotely born. Mission Impossible was two years before we were born. Okay. We missed the mainstream appeal, but I still think he gets the icon factor. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no question for me. Now, range – it's McConaughey. I don't even think we have to talk about it. No. No, no, no. <laughs> it's McConaughey. McConaughey can do a lot more and be serious and ridiculous and star in fantastic Lincoln commercials. <laughs> um. I mean, look at him in Dallas Buyers Club, dude. He weighed like 60 pounds. Yep. Like, he legit, like, got skinny as hell. That doesn't even look like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. That just blows my mind. No, he is a great actor he's just been in a lot of bad shit mcconaughey yeah oh so we're gonna go to consistency here this is tough um mcconaughey kind of like he was like a i want to say he was like a rom-com kind of guy for a while too yeah that's what it looked like when you look at his filmography Um, and then kind of switches it up and starts a little more seriously ish Mm -hmm. interstellar very good just want to put that out there yeah um wolf of wall street also very good movie 
He's such a small role, though. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, now, have you seen Serenity, Jay? I have not. Mm. So Serenity it's is got a my movie. girl in it. Huh? It's got my girl in it, Anne Hathaway. Okay, so Serenity is a movie where he lives on a boat. He's like a fisherman, and they're on like an island or something. And it's just got weird vibes, right? Mm-hmm. And like that's his that's his ex wife or something. She got a new man. I think they kill someone. I don't fucking remember. The plot twist of the movie is it's all in a video game, like a simulation. And Matthew McConaughey is actually just a character played by the ex wife's son. Okay. So he's just playing him his dad in a video game, in which there is a very very obvious sex scene. <laughs> Where the son just fucked the mom in a video game. Is he? Is it like one of those games? Does he have like a headset on and he's doing all the actions himself, or does he have a controller? No, he's like at the computer, like typing, like simulation. Oh, it's very, very much not a game, but like he's like coding. Computer. Yes. Okay. But like it's it's like a simulation game where he's the dad and he fucks the mom, and it's just awful. It's an awful film. <laughs> I've seen Ghost of Girlfriends Past. Okay. That movie was bad. Yeah. Um, that's probably the worst McConaughey movie I've seen. Angels in the Outfield was great. He played the left fielder. Just want to point that out. Okay. You ever seen that movie? No. Great movie. Look, it's hard because the best with Matthew McConaughey is so much better than the best of Tom Cruise. But that's what range is for. Mission Impossible Fallout, 97%. Considered one of the best action movies of all time. Never seen it. Is that the most recent one? Yeah, it's the one with Henry Cavill. With a mustache? Yep. The reason Superman looks like shit and they had to create this <laughs> Snyder Cut. Um, yeah, I think I, I think we give McConaughey the range because the best of the best. I feel like McConaughey has probably more natural acting ability that he tapped into so late, but he's just made so much bad shit. We're like, Tom Cruise, yeah, some of his action movies probably don't have great reviews, I would guess. Like that Jack Reacher movie that you said. Um, well, I think even the Jack Reacher movie... I fucking lost it now. Eh, 64. It's not awful. Is it Tom Cruise? I think so. I feel I feel dirty. I McConaughey was just in a lot of bad shit. I mean, so was Tom Cruise with the mummy cocktail made 77 million out of 7%. But even that 58% audience like I I mean 7%'s really bad. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's tough. This is a tough one. This is very close for me for these guys. We're giving Iconic to Tom Cruise. I think we're giving range to McConaughey. Yeah. Consistency, McConaughey, it's like good shit, 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 shit. Good, good, shit. Shit, good, shit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Sahara. 10, 11, 12. Oh, he's next to the producer. Can't count it. Oh, shit, I lost count. Hold on. Failure to launch. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Rain of fire. Seven, eight. The wedding planner. Nine, 17%. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Check out this 22, one. 23, 24. Tip Tucker. 25, 26, 27. This is great radio. 28, 29, Tip 30, Tucker. 31, 30. So Tom Cruise has 32 fresh movies. <laughs> okay. Critics fresh? Yes. Okay, that's going to hurt him. Uh, Matthew McConaughey has 23 fresh movies. What did, what did Cruise have? 32. So it's Cruise. Tom Cruise is moving on. Damn. The Cruise I Man. I didn't expect that. The Cruise Man? Are you the first person to ever call him the Cruise Man? <laughs> it might be. In human history? 
Uh, next up, we have the seventh seeded Natalie Portman versus the tenth seeded. My personal one of my personal favorites, mm. Michael Keaton. Yep. Michael Keaton, known for films such as <laughs> Batman. I was gonna say uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming first. <laughs> probably, sh- probably should start with Batman. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming should probably be like fifth or sixth, honestly, when you look at all of his movies that people love. But this is for me. The lines. For me, Spider-Man: Homecoming is up there. Uh, Birdman, which I know you didn't like, I it's didn't okay. mind it. It's okay. I don't hate it. I don't know. I should on it more than I should. I think it was just I, honestly, it's, it's just the it's the sour taste of how good 1917 was, and then watching this and just not really vibing with it as much as 1917. Yeah. Um, it's a good movie, though. He's also in The Founder. Yep. Story about Roy Kroc. Founds McDonald's. It's just McDonald's. Um, Dumbo is an objectively sh- terrible movie, and that probably should be his bad movie that we wrote down. Not I, put, I wrote Beetlejuice, but he was good in Beetlejuice. Um, <laughs> Dumbo is really boring and bad. Michael Keaton, only good part about it. He's also in – He's in. The, oh, yeah, he's their office – He's in Herbie Fully Loaded. Oh, he's the guy who makes all the TLC jokes. <laughs> the yeah. other guys. I fucking love Michael Keaton, man. I didn't know he was in Herbie Fully Loaded. Wow. Michael Keaton. He's just good in everything I've seen him in. He really is. He's good in everything I've seen him in. And we talk about Natalie Portman, who, again, this probably isn't the first movie people think of with her, but she's in Thor. Yep. Um, she's going to be back in Thor, Love and Thunder. Correct. Returning after not being in Thor Ragnarok. Yep. She's in Black Swan. Probably her best critically acclaimed movie. Mm-hmm. She's in the first three Star Wars movies. Well, um, technically, uh, four, five, and six, episode one, two, and three. She's in The <laughs> Professional in 1994. <laughs> no Strings Attached. That was the uh, knockoff Friends with Benefits. Or was Friends with Benefits the knockoff No nah, Strings I like Attached? Friends with Benefits. Okay. She's in Jackie. That's the movie about um, Jackie Kennedy. Okay. Where the Heart Is. Well, Annihilation. She plays, she plays Jackie Kennedy. Mr. Mogorium's Wonderful Emporium. I think it's just Wonder Emporium. It is. You're right. Yeah. Iconic. What's Michael Keaton's most iconic role? Batman. Now we kind of. That was Beetlejuice, honestly. You think Beetlejuice more? That's both. Batman's got two movies. Either way, that he wins. He wins iconic. I agree. Um, for range. I don't know. See. While I like Natalie Portman, and she's good in Black Swan, and, you know, she's in Thor. She's in the Star Wars movies. <laughs> I, I can't say I've ever been blown away outside of Black Swan by, like, acting in the movies she's in. Okay, so to kind of to kind of do this, I think if we go to consistency, I feel like Natalie Portman... Might get the slight nod because Keaton's been in a lot of good stuff, but Portman has been nominated for Best Actress three times. I supporting actress once, Best Actress twice. She's won for, for Black Swan, won wow. for Black Swan, nominated for Jackie, uh, nominated Best Supporting in the movie Closer, or is it Closer? English is a weird language. Um, I do feel like Natalie Portman's rather, you know, yeah, she's in some bad rom coms, but I do feel like she's got some stinkers in here. But she, I don't know, I feel like she. She's got her name for a reason, and Michael Keaton, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen all of Michael Keaton's filmography. That's the problem. I I also feel like he's probably had, been, had some stinkers, no? I mean, he has. I think he wins consistency. Portman wins range. But Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice, Batman, Birdman. Different from Batman. Vulture. Different from Birdman and Batman. Ken, 
No, that's fine. Either way, I think Keaton gets two of the three. I'm not going to um, gripe over which one he gets and which one he doesn't get. Yeah, I think Portman's peak is probably better than P- um, Keaton's peak. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, oh, he's Chick Hicks. That's right. I remember we found that out in a previous episode. That's the asshole green car, right? Yep. Kachiga, Kachiga. You get the trophy thrown at him. And he's moving on over Natalie Portman. Okay. Oh gosh. Our last first round matchup, Jay. And we're only an hour in. Only 15 minutes. Oh, we're fine. I mean, we'll uh, we'll fly through comedy. I feel like comedy will be easier because we know all the shit a lot better. So we have Vin Diesel, Fast and the Furious, Groot. That's it. The Pacifier, great movie. Yeah, Pacifier. Uh, he's also Triple X. Triple X. No, he also did the vo- Iron Giant. Yeah, the titular Iron Giant. Yep. <laughs> um, coming up against fifteenth seeded Ben Affleck, as I mentioned, Ben Affleck in Batman, Daredevil. Most recently, Batman, <laughs> bad movie, Daredevil, The Town, which I said I recently saw the last twenty minutes of recently, pretty solid. Yep. He's also, um, oh god, the one movie I wanted to, The Way Back. I really wanted to see that movie. I heard he was really good in it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I just want to say I want to see it. Fuck Corona, man. I want to see that fucking movie. I'm pretty sure it's streaming. Is it? It's been streaming for a while. I just forgot about it's on it. It's HBO Max. Fuck yeah, I'm going to watch that movie. It looks really watch that good. movie tonight. Over all these other movies you have to watch? <laughs> Fuck, never mind. I got so much homework <laughs> to do. <laughs> um, Pearl Harbor, he's in. I think that's a bad movie. Yeah, it's just a, it's a bad day in American history, too, Ty. <laughs> Um, Armageddon. Don't make Pearl Harbor jokes on the pod, Jay. I'm not. I said it was a bad day no, in that American was history. No, that was a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Let's laugh at Pearl Harbor. No, it wasn't. Why would I laugh at something as terrible as Pearl Harbor? That was that was the Hitler War, right? <laughs> yes. That, that is two? actually World War II? That is what got us into World War II because before that, we wanted to be neutral and we thought it was okay with everything. I don't know how much they knew about what was going on. You know, in Europe. I mean, they probably had plenty of it. But it was like, "Eh, let's just stay out of that, you know. And then Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. And then that's when we were like, okay, I guess we'll help. We'll help the allies. If we have to. Yeah. Um, Like, we look like bitches if we want it now. Okay, yeah, that was Hitler War. Iconic role tie. I feel like we might debate about this. Ben Affleck, Vin Diesel, iconic role? Yes. It's, It's Dominic Toretto. Oh, okay. No, it's Dominic Toretto. I mean, it's an eight, nine movie franchise based off him driving cars fast, living a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> um, it's 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 Vin Diesel and Fast and the Furious. I thought you were going to argue Batman, and my argument was going to be he doesn't even have a solo Batman movie, so I don't really, I can't count that over Dominic Toretto. No, I don't disagree. Again, I like I said with Christian, I like Bale. Affleck as Batman and Keaton. Like I love the Batman; it's an iconic role. But there's been so many; it's not as impactful as like the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Yeah. It's just everyone's Batman. Yeah. Twilight guy's Batman. <laughs> that he is. <laughs> that he is. Batman may be the most used, like, more actors can say they play Batman than any other character in American cinema history. Superman. How many Supermans have there been? Like With the TV show, too, though. Four tops? If we count that TV show, I think there's been a lot. If you don't count, like, animated voices. No, I'm talking that show on... Yeah, there's Smallville, CW. and then yeah. there's Lois and Clark now, which always makes me think of Lewis and Clark. <laughs> like, I think one week they should just switch the letters, not tell anyone, and just have like a Mississippi purchase <laughs> documentary. Um, yeah, that'll get great reviews. 
<laughs> so Vin Diesel wins iconic. Yep. Now Ben Affleck though. This is interesting, Ty. Range, I feel like we don't have to talk about. It's Ben Affleck, <laughs> it's right? Vin Diesel just he may be the worst best actor in the world. Okay. Like not like like he's a top actor and everyone knows who he is. He may be, may be the least skilled actor <laughs> for his level of fame. <laughs> okay. Am I wrong here? No, you're right. You're right. I just feel like when we talk about consistency, people love Vin Diesel movies. <laughs> and that's what's tough here is like Ben Affleck. I love Ben Affleck personally. Fucking love Ben Affleck. But doesn't he have a lot of stinkers? Ben Affleck has been a part of stinkers. He's also been a part of a lot of good movies. And the difference is he has like, you know, some stinkers. Vin Diesel, everything outside of Fast and the Furious has a rotten score. Outside of him playing Groot, we have Bloodshot, 30%. Don't Iron Giant. Triple X, 44%. Billy Lane's Long Halftime Walk, <laughs> 44%. The Latch, Last Witch Hunter, 18%. Um, Fast and Furious, Guardians, no score. Fast and Furious, Pitch, Riddick, 57%. Pitch Black is 60 Find Me Guilty, 62 Look at Vin Diesel and Find Me Guilty. He's got hair. Oh, no. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> boiler Room, 66. Uh, he's not one of the – Ben Affleck's also in Boiler Room, so I guess that's a, <laughs> that's a wash. Um, and then it's a lot of Furious. He does have the Iron Giant. And Saving Private Ryan. But, again, it's a small role. He's Matt Private Damon's Adrian. He is not the titular Private Ryan. I think Matt Damon is Private Ryan. I thought Tom Hanks was. No, I think he saves Private Ryan. Gotcha. The Iron Giant. How many words yeah, does Tom the Hanks Iron is, Giant say? Is Captain John. Does the Iron Giant say? The Iron Giant? Yeah, fucking. For a movie I've never seen. So, Ty, his best movie. So, we have Groot, right? Yeah. Who obviously only says, I am Groot. And I'm sure Vin Diesel had. Vin Diesel probably spent a whole day and a half doing that. No, they give him the script on what Groot is actually saying, and he just he changes the tone of I am Groot to say like, I love you. But in Groot, like I am Groot. Or be like, what? He's Groot. (laughs) You could do that. Oh fuck. Yeah. I could do that. (laughs) I could be Groot. Marvel. If you want to save a little coin and not pay Vin (laughs) Diesel, I'll come in and fill. I could pay you a fucking hundredth of the price. (laughs) I will work for free. Probably just so you could meet the other $45 an hour. (laughs) That's way less than he charges. I know it. (laughs) Um, the Iron Giant said 53 words. Okay. So his two, I mean, highest rated movies involve him saying three words. No, four. I'll give him four. Says I am Groot. And then he breaks the heartstrings with we are Groot. (laughs) He says, I, we am and Groot. Yeah. (laughs) Remember when he's playing the game and, and, uh, Star-Lord yells at him. He's like, I am Groot. He like mocks him. That was probably fun to say in Booth. Okay. This is Ben Affleck. I don't yeah. Ben Affleck yeah. moves on. I was trying to spin zone it to Vin Diesel, but I'll, yeah, I can't give it to, I can't give it to Diesel. All right, let's rally through these now that we got all the movies out of the way. Margot Robbie versus Robin Williams. Iconic role. I still give it to Genie. Yeah. Um, Robbie versus Robin. Just want to point that oh, out. Oh shit. Range. I. I feel like, okay, so I feel like consistency is probably Margot because I feel like she hasn't really been in shit. 
except for like Suicide Squad yet. And again, she's good in that, so I find yeah. it hard to say shit like when she's the only good thing about a movie. Yeah. Um, for range, again, Williams is great, but he's a comedy guy. He's funny. Margot Robbie has been serious and funny and a comic book. <sighs> But Robin Williams has like done those weird roles. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's like the he serious is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, he's Mrs. Doubtfire. He's the serious guy in Goodwill Hunting. He plays fucking Peter Pan, the live action Peter Pan in Hook. Forgot about that. Uh, he plays President Theodore Roosevelt. He plays the Jumanji guy. He plays the guy who says "Good morning Vietnam." Yeah, he plays the dad in RV. That's a great one. I just feel like he's done so much. I feel like her limited body of work is hurting her. I agree. Uh, I think acting-wise, she has more range than Robin Williams. He just had the ability to show it throughout his career more. Yeah, he put together, like, an entire career from the 80s up until, you know, his untimely death in 2014. So I'm okay giving it to Williams here. Do you think if Robin Williams was still alive, he'd be in the MCU by now? Oh, yeah, no, he'd play some sort of mentor. He would be the doctor who turned Captain America into Captain America. You know who I was thinking? That was Stanley Tucci. You know who I was thinking he could be? Who? Ego. Okay. Yeah, he probably would have been a good ego. I like A I little like bit more of a funnier. He No, yeah, what's his name's good in it? What, who is that? An old dude. I, don't know. I had his name, and then I lost it. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It's, uh, what the fuck's his name? It's, it's, it's... Cast. This is going to piss me off, Kurt man. Russell. Yeah, that's the guy. Kurt Russell was good. He was good, but it would have been a more different, funnier ego. I could see that. Or he could have been Iron Man. <laughs> Whoa, watch out on your left <laughs> um robin williams moving on yeah margot robbie she's just fresh she's green few years she'll be running through the bracket yeah uh next up tom hardy versus harrison ford again real hard to beat harrison ford's <laughs> iconic yeah i don't I, think anyone is it's it's real tough uh with that being said tom hardy for range yeah and consistency i i don't Tom Hardy doesn't make bad movies. Isn't Venom bad? <laughs> but it's like, it's exactly what it needed to be. It was critically bad, but it was the over-the-top comic book movie. Tom Hardy actually didn't get any awards nominations for Mad Max. Mad Max itself did, though. Yeah, that sounds right. But he did get nominated for Best Supporting in The Revenant. He's also in The Revenant? Yeah. That's the that's Leonardo DiCaprio movie yeah, he won- that he won for. Wow. And he's an Inception. Yeah, I... I I give it to Hardy, personally. I just, you know, Harrison Ford did his thing, and he was great at it for a while. He's just old and kind of just like, but even yeah, like the stuff what? he's great in. Like, 42, I think he's really good in. But, like, Indiana Jones and Star Wars, is he, like, it's doing fucking... anything that no one else can do? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. The chick says, I love you, and he says, I know, and then goes to his death. That's so fucking cool. But any actor could have done that. No, that's Harrison Ford charm right there. He was a, he was a charming motherfucker in his day. Being able, like, I, I don't know, that line, that's the coolest shit you can possibly say. <laughs> there is no cooler, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> what movie it. was this? Huh? What movie was this? Um, Star Wars. Which one? Four? Five? Five. Han Solo dies in part five? I mean, he it's frozen and then brought back in six. But at the end of five, you think he's dead. That's right. That's right. Isn't five the one that everyone loves? Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Like, the only good one and everyone... It seems like every Star Wars fan hates every Star Wars movie except that one. I mean, four is very good as well. Number five in The Mandalorian. The only two. And uh, Rogue One. <laughs> Rogue One, very good. I Episode like three, 
is the popcorn very good one? You're definitely on the the. No, I think most people agree. <laughs> episode three is the most fun Star Wars movie, while not being critically great. It's the most fun. Is that the one where Sam Jackson or where is Sam Jackson in that one too? Yeah. What's the one where I've He's seen in it? One, two, and three. It's like a meme where Palpatine does like the crazy flip and then get, hits the guy with the lightsaber. That's three. Okay, then yeah, I'll give that. It's to just you. over the top, fucking electric <laughs> fun right there, man. It's like such an unrealistic. He does like a backflip and it's the force, dog. Uh, Will Smith versus Tom Cruise. Okay, biggest role, iconic. Tom Cruise is pretty fucking iconic. Mission Impossible is iconic. Top Gun. But Will Smith's Will Smith. Now, I'll ask you this, Ty. Do you know Will Smith's character's name in Men in Black? Um, Jack? Do you know Tom Cruise's character I name in Mission Impossible? I just made that up. It's Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible. Oh. I do know that. I don't know that. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is tough because they're both, they're both iconic in their own way. Top Gun. I think he's either Maverick or Goose. He's one of the Maverick or Goose. I do feel like Mission Impossible is a much bigger franchise than Men in Black. Men in Black's a big franchise. Mission Impossible's had the longevity for sure. And I feel like if we were doing TV, I think Fresh Prince beats everything. Oh, easily. He's the Fresh Prince. But I don't know if that's enough. Um. Even if we give the push, okay, we go to range. I okay. think Will Smith for range. Tom Cruise is an action guy. He's been in some sort of yeah. rom-com thing, but I think Will Smith has more of the serious he's roles. He's done comedy. He's done serious. He's done action. Yeah. He's done it all. So I give Will Smith the range. Consistency. Will Smith's been in some very notable shit movies. But people like him still. Yeah. And he, I, and. Tom Cruise has also been in some some notable shit movies. Will Smith, his worst reviewed movie, After Earth, which I've heard is very very bad. Here's what I'm gonna do, Jay. I'm gonna give iconic and and consistency a push. Will Smith just on range. Do you do you object? <sighs> I do object because I don't want to just do what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Be difficult. Make the episode longer. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, even Will Smith's bad movie, like, he, he does have a lot of um, bad-reviewed movies. But people like him. Fuck yeah, they do. I mean, After Earth didn't do good. But Collateral Beauty was positive. Bad Boys 2, positive audience. Gemini Man, very positive audience. Uh, Seven I think Pounds, it's very positive bad critic, audience. though, right? Yeah, these are all bad critics. Yeah. Bright, he got positive. Bad Boys, negatively, but positively. Yeah, so, and then, yeah, I'll give it to Will Smith as well. All right. Oh, the Bat Showdown, Jason. Michael Keaton <laughs> going up against Ben Affleck. Who's the bigger Batman? Keaton, for sure. I don't know. I feel like Keaton is way, very obviously the more iconic Batman. I didn't know he was Batman for the longest time. I thought Batman. I thought George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I can't believe you thought of George Clooney. Who was the first bat? Adam West? Was it yeah. West, then Keaton? It was West, yeah, and then probably Keaton, and then and Kilmer, Clooney. and then Clooney. Oh, there's, a Kil- there's another one? Yeah, Val Kilmer for, like, one movie, and then Clooney for the bat nipples and Batman and Robin <laughs> and the bat credit card. <laughs> the bat card, yep. Um, and then I think it was Bale, and then Affleck, and now Pattinson. A lot of people have been fucking Batman. Val Kilmer's in the one that has Jim Carrey in it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay, I know what movie that is. I've seen that one. Nice. 
I think Keaton either way, though. I mean, Beetlejuice beats yeah, anything, even if we give that a push. Daredevil, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> so many people are. Keaton wins iconic. Um, range. Whoa, what if Ben Affleck reprises his role as Daredevil? Oh, I just forgot that Keaton's supposed to be in the new Flash movie as Batman again, too. Yeah. Replacing Affleck. Yeah. That's how much more of a Batman Keaton is. So he's going to be in the MCU, the Sony Universe, and the DCEU. It's just <laughs> get your money, Keaton. <laughs> get your fucking bake. All of which playing a bird character. Yeah. Wait, bat. Bats are birds. Flying, are they? I consider them birds. I don't think they and are. And he's got bird man. Pretty sure it's a mammal. Yeah, he is bird man. Um, we go to consistency now. and Or even if we do range. Now, I don't really care how we slice these up for these two. I just feel like Michael, Ben Affleck is very solid. Correct. But I... Like he doesn't have like a marquee. I just feel like the, the 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 high with Michael Keaton is so much higher than Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's been in very good movies, like Goodwill Hunting, but he's such a minor character, and he actually won Best Original Screenplay for that. He also won Argo, won Best Picture, which he was in. Um, I don't think I he s- was. I feel like he's very good behind the scenes kind of guy. Yeah, less so acting. I think he's still a very good actor, um, but I think he's very good creatively. Yeah, I agree. And I think Keaton's just, A, I love Michael Keaton, and B, he's got that best Oscar nominee in Birdman, which Birdman, say what you will about the movie. I was also, it was a little boring, but I thought Keaton was good. Oh, fantastic performance out of him. I liked him and Ed Norton. It was just kind of everything else was whatever. Yeah, and I mean, again, I know lesser known as Vulture, but he's one of the best MCU villains. Like, that's a great fucking role. Like, the scene in the car where he finds out Tom Holland's Mm Spider-Man, like, that's a good fucking acting performance. Like, one of the best in the MCU. Yeah. Where it's like, shit's happening. And it he just shows how good of an actor he really is when he's on his A-game. So even if we give range to Affleck, if we wanted to, I, I just I think consistency is Keaton. Yep, I'm fine with that. Keaton, moving on. We now have Robin Williams, the genie, versus Tom Hardy. Bane. We got some weird names left in this, this list. Yeah, and then I'm concerned on what movies we're going to have to watch <laughs> out of these four. Um, Iconic. Genie versus... That's so brutal. And usually I would be very hesitant to give someone iconic for an animated voice role. But he made that role. It's just so fucking Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, Range? I mean, we gave Robin Williams the love for range in his whole career. Tom Hardy's fucking good at a lot of shit, too, though. Now, yeah, I will say Tom Hardy's done more than Margot Robbie, and Tom Hardy's got a lot of good range. Yes. Like... He's been very good comedy-wise. He's done plenty of action shit. He's been serious in, like, Inception. Um, I mean, yeah, Bane, Max, uh, The Revenant, he obviously got uh, nominated for. Warrior, he already said Inception. Dunkirk. Yeah. Like, he's just in a lot of good stuff. He attaches himself to good projects and always puts out a good performance. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, I lean range with Hardy. I agree. Which comes down to consistency. And um, I probably would say Hardy as well, honestly. Yeah. I, I Robin Williams, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire for what it is, is I don't think a good movie. <laughs> um, he obviously had a great career, but he was a comedy guy, you know. He went out there and When made, you do that, you make a lot of clunkers. Yes. And maybe he should have been in the comedy category, but... it's It's tough. When you do comedies, sometimes shit isn't funny. Yeah. And that's inevitable. Yeah. 
Um, Tom Hardy, more of a serious actor, attaches himself to great name projects. Again, like, he's Venom, and that's probably one of his lower roles. And, like, he knew exactly what he was doing, and a lot of comic book fans like that movie because of that. Yeah, Tom Hardy has 13 movies that are certified fresh. 13. That's a lot. That's 75% or higher for those that don't know. Robin Williams, if we go over to his on his um, Rotten Tomatoes as it loads. This is a terrible time for it to take forever to load, Ty. <laughs> 13 for Hardy. I mean, Williams has goodwill hunting, and he's been serious, but I don't think that's majority of his roles. Yeah, and like like I said, RV was bad, and Robin Williams is good. It's just... It's just different things. Yeah, he just he had his lane, and he was incredible in his lane. Yeah. Um, I can't. For some reason, Robin Williams isn't pulling up. Dude, oh, no. Robin Williams just isn't on IMDb. I had to go to Goodwill Hunting and then click on it. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, here we go. All Robin Williams m- movies ranked by Tomato Meter. So he's done 57 movies, much more than Tom Hardy. Hardy, I did, I believe, did 37. <laughs> Certified Fresh, 14. So he has one more throughout a much longer career. And that includes, the percentage is much lower, but that includes Happy Feet. That includes a movie called Dead Again. He's the fourth. Dead Poet Society. I know that's a very well-renowned movie. Um, Yeah. I think Tom Hardy moves on. I'll give it to Hardy. Maybe if we were born 15 years earlier, maybe we would have given it to Robin Williams. But yeah, I agree. Again, great at what he did. Yeah. Obviously a legend. Um, Tom Hardy, moving on. Will Smith versus Michael Keaton. Um, So iconic roles. Are we still going Keaton? I think Will Smith is one of the rare, I'm Will Smith, I'm iconic. Yeah. But, I mean, again, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice Batman, Batman, I think are better than the Men in Black guy. Okay. So we'll go Keaton for iconic. Range... Um, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> consistency is Keaton. Yeah. Well, it just depends. Are we saying Will Smith is consistent because he's always Will Smith? But that's but he's not always Will I Smith. Don't, I don't think he is. Like, yeah. after Earth, he's a fucking robot who has no emotion, and it's a terrible movie. Yeah. Uh, but audiences love it. Not after no, Earth. No, not after Earth. No one loved after <laughs> Earth. <laughs> I think Keaton's the more consistent. He's in a lot of shit, and he's good in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, while Will Smith's in a lot of stuff, sometimes he's not good. Yeah, and it goes to the the, the argument, too, of the higher ceiling. Um, Will Smith does have actually two nominations for Best Actor. Which ones? Muhammad Ali in the movie Ali. Oh, I forgot he was about the that. titular Ali. Yeah. And in The Pursuit of Happiness. Which, again, Pursuit of Happiness, absolutely incredible movie. He's just made – he has made – even though people love it, he has made a lot of bad stuff. Michael Keaton I, – I just – I haven't seen a, most of Michael Keaton's movies, I'm going to be honest. But everything I've seen Michael Keaton in, I like him in. Yeah, and I mean he – again, he has been in some good stuff. But like you said, Dumbo, you liked him in. Yeah. Um, Herbie, a, a classic for people growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in Need for Speed. That movie fucks. Twenty-two percent, but that movie fucks. I think when we did our guilty pleasures, that was one of your guilty pleasures. I fucking love that movie so much, Jay. He hosts like the he hosts the underground society racing thing of all the supercars, and you win all the supercars if you win the race. Mm-hmm. However, to the end of this race, every single car was totaled. So you just won a bunch of totaled supercars. 
and then got arrested. <laughs> it's incredible. It's so much fun. Um, all right, so we're going Keaton moving on. I don't know. I'm I'm looking back at the cinematography though, Ty. I think range range is Smith. Yeah, but I'm saying like the freshness that Will Smith has. Uh, no, uh, no, a lot of these are producing. Yeah, I'm gonna go Keaton. I'm gonna go Keaton. Okay, Michael Keaton. Moving on. Who would have guessed Jason's favorite actors in the final two? One of my favorite actors. Finally, I also like uh, Jude Law, who's not on this list. Complete omission. Yeah, it's all right. Tom Hardy, Bane himself versus Michael Keaton, Batman. Could be together in a Sony universe. So, Oh, Venom and Vulture. Probably they are, I think. That's like almost confirmed because the Morbius stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Iconic I c- roles. I think it's Keaton. We always start here. This is our kind of get it done and over with. It's Keaton. Keaton wins Iconic. I mean, Hardy's maybe quote-unquote most iconic is a villain to a role Keaton has also played. Correct. Now, range and consistency. Range and consistency. I think I lean range to Hardy again. Yeah. Um, he's fucking good, man. Yeah. With that being said, he don't miss. That's the thing. He's just been he's he's got a he's I'm just spewing a lot of bullshit right now, but he's consistent, man. He's got a lot of good shit. I mean, Venom, I know you like it. I haven't seen it. Bad reviews. But like I said, 13 out of, what was it, 36 movies are certified fresh. That's over a 33% clip. You know, he's an all-star, batting average. But, like, especially recently, too, with Mad Max, Dark Knight Rises, um, obviously not the best Dark Knight, but still a very good movie. Capone came out last year. Warrior, Inception, Bronson, like I mentioned, Dunkirk. I've already said all these movies before, and I'm saying them again. It's just he's made good movies. He's apparently in Morbius. At least that's what Google says. I don't know if that's confirmed or if that's just one of those. He's Venom. He's going to be in it. Stupid shit. Um, Sucker Punch, like Sweeney Todd even. I mean, yeah. It's hard for me to go against Tom Hardy here. Yeah, I agree. And I love love Michael Keaton too. Don't get me wrong. But Tom Hardy is such a good actor, and he can do British shit. And I love British people, unless they're shit talking American America. accents. Oh, that too. I just I, American accents blow my mind because I'm from here. So it's like, how do people do these accents? Accents like when you say American accent, I always just go to Texas. Yeah, um, but that's just like we have an accent. I feel like we have the most normal voice on the earth. That's what I think too. I'm like, we just talk like British people. Like, Hello, chap. <laughs> we we got our own way of talking. Like <laughs> that's that's an accent. We got the Cali Bros accent. But even that, I'm like, oh, this is like a Cali bro accent, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't talk like that. I just talk. We got the New Yorker, the Boston. Like, there's a lot of shit. I feel like every one of those people also think the way they talk is the most normal way to talk. I guess. I don't fucking know, man. I also feel that way, too, though. But Tom Hardy wins yeah. our box office bracket. Yeah. Um, that's going to be some fun movies to watch there. Two and one stone Inception. That'll be helpful for Leo and Hardy. Dunkirk. Perhaps. Force you to watch Venom. Mad Max. We have to watch Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max. Venom could be the bad movie. I mean, it does technically have a bad review. Yeah. All right, going over to comedy. How far are we into this? Uh, an hour and a half. Hour and 17. Oh, brother. Okay. <laughs> First this up. This its own episode. Uh, number one seed, Bill Hader. <laughs> the Hade Man. Bill fucking Hader is the number one seed. He's just got so many producing shit. Well, and it's voice work, too. Yeah, lots of voice work. He's in um, Inside Out. 
He's in like four different Pixar movies, I think. He's got a very good voice. Just like it's appealing to hear him talk. He's an inside out. He should he should start an audiobook career. He's in uh Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. That obviously made money. Yeah. Sausage Party Bowl made money. It says only ninety seven million. I don't know if that's right. He's in Tropic Thunder. Well, it's rated R animated, so it probably didn't make too much. Okay. Tropic Thunder. He's in Monsters University. He's the referee slash slug. Nice. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. He's a worker. Two. Men in Black Three. He's a fucking worker. It Chapter Two. Yeah. He's in one. No, it's because it's number just one's the, the kids. kids. Yeah, they're not adults yet. Hot Rod. Fuck yeah, I fucking love Hot Rod. Hot Rod's a good movie. Andy Samberg's in a mission. Yeah. Yeah, we probably could have put yeah. him over Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, or Ed, Ed Helms. Definitely. Ed Should Helms. we just do that on the fly? Ed Helms has now been eliminated. <laughs> Sorry, um, Ed Helms. Put Andy Samberg. <laughs> I fucking love Andy Samberg. All right, we're good to go now. Um, Bill Hader and then 16 seed Zach Galifianakis. Yes. So iconic role. It's um, got to be Galifianakis. It right? is. <laughs> he he wins that. <laughs> He's and I can't think of the name, but everyone knows who he is. He's part of the Wolf Pack. He is the leader of the Wolf Pack. Um, Zach Galifianakis' character in The Hangover. Um, what is his name? <laughs> I can't fucking think of it. It's Doug? No, Doug's the one that goes Doug, missing. Alan. Doug, Alan, yep. Alan it's in The Hangover. Ed Helms, also in The Hangover, ironically. Correct. Um, no longer in our bracket. Bradley Cooper's fantastic in Hangover. He's the lead because he's the biggest name, so mm-hmm. you attach him. But that was Galifianakis' movie. It, it, he, it was the breakout. And he's done yeah. a lot of shit, like stand-up, and like he's very well-respected among comedians. That was his mainstream breakout. Yeah. Um, so it's fucking role. hilarious, dude. He I'm going to rewatch it. Uh, now, with that being said, range is hater by a fucking mile. Yeah. Um, it, it's literally longer than Shohei Otani's spring training home run today. Yesterday. Okay. Did you see it? No. It's like 470. I feel like center. Zach Galifianakis, because he did do Birdman, which was a very small role. Mm-hmm. And he I, still was just like a Zach Galifianakis. I, I feel that. like, because I, I remember reading something, or he was on a podcast or something, and he was talking about how he wanted, like, he was, something about how he wants to do more than comedy. I feel like just by the, the guy he is and how good he is at comedy, I feel like if he got a chance, he could be really, really good in, like, some serious role. Kind of like how Jonah Hill makes that transition. Okay. I feel like just based on how much he nailed the Hangover and everything, I feel like he could do that. I just think since Hangover was so big, he's gotten kind of pigeonholed. But that is what it is. You know, we're not going off potential. We're going off what he has done. So I just want to say that. I feel like there's a lot of untapped potential there with Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree, but I don't think I necessarily agree. Because I've seen him in a lot of stuff, and he, he never blows me away. I think he just gets typecasted, you know? Okay, we got, we got to pay attention here, Jay. Um, Why? I wrote someone's name on this list twice. Because Jonah Hill is not on our bracket, but he is part of our 16 people we wrote down. Okay. Don't know where I fucked up. Is Carrie on here twice? I don't fucking know what I did. Sandberg. Oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell's on here twice. Okay, so Steve Carell is the actual seventh seed. Jonah Hill's the ninth seed. 
I don't know how we fucked this up, but on the bracket above it, Hemsworth and Zoe Saldana were both the seventh seed in the MCU, so I wrote the seventh seed twice. I'm going to blame that one on you. What? Why me? Because you're the one who told me the seeding when I was making the bracket above it, which I copied for this. Am I wrong? Okay, so Bill Hader. Let's just talk about Bill Hader wins consistency or range. Consistency, probably also Bill Hader. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. Galifianakis, he's got, I, he's got the better comedy performance, but we're doing every movie. We just kind of group these guys together since they are similar background. Mm-hmm. But Hater's just done more. Yeah, it's Bill Hater. Between the voice work and any of the shit he actually has done, like you know, on screen, I fucking love Hater and stuff. He's fantastic and super bad in a smaller role. Mm-hmm. Um, train wreck. <laughs> no, we won't talk about train wreck. Bill Hater's great. Okay, moving on. Ben Stiller versus Jonah Hill. Now on our bracket. Um, ben Stiller. You know Dodge him ball. from Dodgeball. That's my favorite Ben Stiller movie of all time. Uh, Night at the Museum, also fantastic movie. Meet the Fockers, I love that franchise as well. Uh, bad movie, probably Zoolander 2? I, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen either of the Zoolanders hand up, which is probably Tower what Heist is pretty good. most known for. I think Tower Heist is a bad movie. I like Tower Heist. Oh, he's in Madagascar too. He's the he's the zebra. Yep. Or he's the lion. lion. He might be the lion. No, Chris Rock's the zebra. Yeah, he is the zebra. Uh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. He's electric in. So he's in a lot of good stuff. There's a scene where like they go to piss and like talk, and he he stabs the energy drink can, and it looks like he's just pissing everywhere. That's funny. <laughs> and then we have Jonah Hill, Tyler's favorite comedy, Twenty One Jump Street. Mm. He's in Moneyball. He's in Wolf of Wall Street. Um. He's also in what? Super bad. Super bad. Sausage party. He's is he in Sausage Party? He is in Sausage Party. Absolutely. War Dogs. Miles Teller. I don't know if that was actually a good movie. I don't know. Get either. him to the Greek. That's that's recently on Netflix. I want to watch that. Funny people. Maybe if he wins this bracket, I will watch that. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Fantastic and smaller role in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which oh. turns into Get Him to the Greek. I guess he's in Four Year Old Version. I don't remember that him in that. Yeah, he shows up at the eBay store. Very small role. Oh, that's right. He's in Click. Doesn't he play his older son in Click? I think so, yeah. He's in Megamind? Oh, yes, he is. Don't forget about Megamind. That's he's a Green good Lantern movie. in the Lego movie. How to Train Your Dragon 2. I forgot. He's Green Lantern, and he's, like, obsessed with Superman, who's Channing Tatum, who both co-starred in 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Good Boys? I think he's just a producer probably in that one. Yeah, Iconic role. This is tough because I feel like neither really have an iconic role. I think if we're being honest, it's Zoolander. We just don't view that yeah. as an iconic role. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think I would go Zoolander here for iconic role. Ben Stiller, uh, also in Happy Gilmore, and then reprises pretty much the exact same role, role in Hubie Halloween. I liked that. What was he again? He was just like the... Oh, the fucking the medical guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the nursing home, and then he was in the mental institution in Hubie Halloween. It was like the exact same character. Yep. Um, but when we talk about range and consistency, it's Jonah Hill. I mean, we talked about how Jonah Hill is one of the most underrated actors of the decade. I mean, he did comedy, but he also did some fantastic work both in Wolf of Wall Street and Moneyball. Moneyball. Incredible in both. Yeah, he he's never really had his movie, which the, is going to hurt sitter. him when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to icon, it's going to hurt him. He's probably going to lose almost against I, everyone, I feel like. 
Yeah, and again, like, Superbad, he's the main character of Superbad, but it's Michael Sarah and him. Yeah. 21 Jump Street, it's him and Channing Tatum. Like, yeah. He's been at the forefront, but he's never been the A guy. Yeah. I mean, get him to the Greek, him and Russell Brand. Yep. And again, like, even in that, he's probably the, the head guy in that movie, but he's absolutely co-starring still. Yeah. He just hasn't got the the movie, but we'll talk about that in the future when he comes up against other guys. All right, moving on. Jonah Hill. Uh, next bracket, Jason. The black man himself. <laughs> Jonah Hill. Black Jack Black. Black Jack. that up. Jack Black. Jack Black versus... Um, Twelfth seeded. Will Underdog. Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> Bottom half of our bracket, seeding-wise. Jack Black, known most iconically for Nacho Libre. Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny. Fucking banger of a movie we watched the last week. Kung Fu Panda. Huge. He's in Gulliver's Travels, which you put it as his bad movie, but I like that movie. He's also in that School of Rock. He is in School of Rock. Jumanji. He is in Jumanji. House with the Clock in Its Walls. Okay. Didn't Saw that in that. San Francisco. It was okay. Wasn't that the one like the R.L. R.L. Stein books or some shit? That's Goosebumps. Oh, is he, he's in Goosebumps as well, right? Yes. Okay. Goosebumps. Tropic Thunder. Very good in Tropic Thunder. He's addicted to cocaine. King Kong. Okay. The one I've actually seen. Yep. And I think that's pretty much it in terms of big movies. Sure. And then we have Will Ferrell, who mm. is an anchorman. Ron Burgundy is probably the iconic role win in here. I don't know. Poe from Kung Fu Panda is huge. Okay. In terms of overall. You know what, Jay? I'll let you get that. I'll give you Poe for iconic role. Really? Just because I know when Will Ferrell's winning. Um, <laughs> anchorman, Talladega Knights. <laughs> Step, Step Brothers. Brothers. Now, I rewatched Step Brothers, Ty, at the trailer with my dad. First time I've ever seen the R-rated version of the movie. It is so much funnier. It's great. There's so much shit that the TV version cuts out. It's just like little <laughs> cussing so lines and stuff. It's fucking funny. It's pretty funny. It's so good. It's, it's it, funny. It's fucking great. I love What's-His-Name. I think What's-His-Name is my favorite in that movie, though. John his brother. No, his brother. Uh, I can't oh, think of his name. Fuck. Crop and Han's husband. Yeah. I think he's my favorite in that movie. He's so fucking funny. I love where like he's like, oh, I've been working out or whatever. Shows his abs, and it's such an <laughs> obvious cutaway to a different actor who's just fucking shredded. Adam Scott. Yes, I think Adam so Scott's good. my favorite part of that movie. I really do. He's fucking funny. Like him listing off the people he's fishing with too. <laughs> I, I just he's so fucking good in that movie. I love that movie. Or the kids that beat the shit out of him. That scene was funny too. <laughs> um. Um, iconic roles, Ron Burgundy. Oh, it's Kung Fu Panda. Just give him a little rub. Let Jack Black win something. Range. Ooh. Actually, we might have to give Will Ferrell up. Iconic Burgundy. role, because I truly range. I don't know if Will Ferrell's ever been very good in a serious role. He's had a few, like Everything Must Go, and I think the one on the slopes. I like Stranger Than Fiction, personally. Um, but Will Ferrell is very good at being funny and not very good at being serious. Yeah. So I give Jack Black range. Yeah, that's fair. Consistency, it's Will Ferrell by. I mean, he's had some stinkers, but he's had so much good shit. Yeah. So much good shit. I mean, in terms of this is a comedy bracket where no one's going to be perfect. Uh, everybody in this bracket is going to have some stinkers. Is Ferrell with two R's? Two L's? Yeah. Um, he's just His catalog is so fucking deep. <laughs> it is. Now, Jason, it's time to crash a wedding. Oh, shit. Will Ferrell's also in that movie. Owen Wilson <laughs> going up against Vince Vaughn. 
the crashers of weddings themselves, the titular wedding crashers. Owen Wilson, Wedding Crashers, Marley and Me, Cars, Bad Movie Bliss, which we reviewed a few weeks ago. Yeah, go check it out. Movie. Vince Vaughn, Dodgeball. Yep. Also Wedding Crashers. Yep. Couples Retreat. Love that movie. Bad Movie. Um, I was going to say The Binge, but you know what? The Binge was good. I liked The Binge. I think it's viewed in a in a bad light, and I don't understand why. Um, I think Vince Vaughn's also electric in it. Freaky. I don't know how people feel about Freaky. I never saw that. Um, they have the internship that they both are in. That's true. Delivery Man. The Watch. We didn't talk about that for Jonah Hill. That movie's funny. Oh, that's also for uh, Ben Stiller. We didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Dilemma. The Breakup. I don't. Four Christmases. I remember liking that movie. I just like Vince Vaughn. I Old School. Delivery Man. He's got a lot of babies. I like Vince Vaughn. That might be showing my hand a little bit too much here. Uh, iconic Role. The Breakup with uh, what's her name? What's her name? I don't know. Jennifer Aniston. Iconic role. I like that movie because at the end, like, they stay broken up. Okay. It's not like a, oh, and we're getting back together. They see each other, and they're like, I'm glad you're happy. I'm happy, too. And it's over. Iconic role. <laughs> Are you giving it to um, – this is a legit question. Should we give it to Lightning McQueen? I mean, he's got a whole franchise. But is it a case of Robin Williams with Genie, where, like, it's really Robin Williams? Or is it literally just Owen Wilson? I <sighs> – I I I don't know. What would you give to Vince Vaughn? Is it That's true. The average Joe? That's true. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I think against other people, if Owen Wilson moves on, we'd have to be careful with Lightning McQueen. But I feel like out of every voice actor, I think Larry the Cable Guy is probably the most Absolutely. Based on the voice work yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't have I, Vince Vaughn's great. I don't know if he has an iconic role of a character to beat. It's probably dodgeball, but yeah, that's not good enough. Yeah, um, range. <sighs> Owen Wilson was pretty serious in Bliss, Jay. Drug addict. Marley and me. Oh fuck that movie, man. I feel like Owen Wilson just kind of plays like a like a, a just a cool dad. Yeah, he's he's another guy where you know what you're getting. I'm intrigued to see him in Loki. He's I'm got a mustache. Uh, Night at the museum. He's the like the frontier guy or whatever. Drillbit Taylor. Is okay. Don't know if you've ever seen. No, oh, yeah, yeah. He pretends to be a military guy. Um, he's homeless. Yeah, he's just <sighs> Vince Vaughn, West Mantooth. Yes, people forget. Didn't even mention Anchorman when I was talking about the movies he was in. The problem with our, I don't want to say with our categories because there are categories are perfect, but like, I don't know if Vince Vaughn has that much range. Vince Vaughn's kind of just like, like the smug, sarcastic likable asshole in every mm. movie yeah is he not no he is he is definitely like he's in, but so is own wilson like they, they're this is the hardest one because these two are just they're so intertwined <laughs> it's so hard to split and they're these almost two opposites and that's why they work so good together in wedding crashers Owen wilson's like the laid back kind of cool guy go with the flow you know he'll have some funny one-liners and everything and then Vince Vaughn is the more smug, learn to love this asshole, you know. Old school. Yeah, he's just like four Christmases. Like he's never really been down to earth. Even the principal is like a smug principal. Who's what? What was his name in it? Oh, in the like binge? the Panther, El Pantera, or yeah, in the binge, <laughs> it was El Pantera. Um, <laughs> I don't know why people don't like that fucking movie, man. It's got a thirty-five Metacritic score. I feel like this is a push. 
in all three categories? Well, I say a push in range. Consistency. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I find it really hard to make an argument either way for these guys. Is Lightning McQueen the, the difference maker for Owen Wilson? And that's so fucking tough because he's not even on screen. <laughs> he just plays a Pixar character who happened to get a franchise. And he's not even the most notable actor in that franchise to play a character. People see people see fucking Larry the Cable Man. He's cable, cable guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Larry not, the cable he's man. not official enough to be the cable man. He's the cable <laughs> guy. And they're like, oh, you're fucking Mater. People see Owen Wilson and they just say, wow. <laughs> um, is the wow catchphrase iconic enough to move him on? <laughs> wow. I mean, if we're being honest with ourselves and we just look at the next matchup for either of these guys, their road might be ending soon anyways. Um, for that reason, I'm going to say Vince Vaughn, just for dodgeball. I personally like Vince Vaughn more. I think we're breaking from our rules because with our rules, I think we have to give a draw to two of the categories and then give Owen Wilson the iconic. And we don't even want to do that, so I'm just going to give Vince Vaughn the advance. <laughs> All right. Moving on, Seth Rogen in our sixth seed going up against Jim Carrey, a legend of comedy, Jay. Seth Rogen's best movies he is in. Knocked Up. Super, Super bad. bad. Pineapple Express. Sausage Party. Bad Movie, which I forgot to write in. I was going to write it in. Um, the fucking Pickle movie we watched. American Pickle. American Pickle. Shit. Yeah, not a great movie. I won't say shit. Just not that great. He's also in Neighbors 1 and 2. Yeah, he's he's the neighbor. The interview? He's What's the interview? The one where they go to North Korea? Oh fuck yeah. And James Franco is it become Which one becomes best friends with Kim Jong Un? Is it James Franco? Yeah, James Franco becomes friends with Kim Jong Un. And then he feels like he lied lied to him. That's that's Agent Jimmy Woo. Is it really? I'm 90% sure. The guy who plays Jimmy Woo is uh Kim Jong Un. That's crazy. That movie's crazy. I can't believe they made that movie. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild times. Randall Park, Kim Jong-un. Fuck yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's one of those you never realize. And then Jim Carrey, who is known for flicks such as Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Dumb and Dumber, Yep. Bruce Almighty, The Mask. The Mask, the good one. The second one's one of the worst rated movies of all time. <laughs> First one's fun, though. He's not in the second one, though. Oh, so you got to worry about it. Yeah. They, that's why I think it's so bad. Yeah. Um, more recently, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, Seth Rogen, also in the Kung Fu Panda series. Who is he in? He Kung plays Fu? the Mantis. Does he really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The Mantis or the Bird. Uh, he's one of the main four. Bruce Almighty, Series of Unfortunate Events, Internal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Truman Show, Me, Myself, and Irene, Batman Forever is our bad movie, The Grinch, Liar, liar, cable guy. Iconic? It's got to be Carrie, right? Yeah, well, Seth Rogen's been in a lot of shit. And people love him. He doesn't have a Jim Carrey level role. I mean, the Grinch. And it's there's multiple you can choose from from Carrie is the thing. Yeah. Ace Ventura, The Mask, The Grinch. Dumb and Dumber Dumb and guy. Dumber. Like, he has six that beat out Rogen's iconic role guy. Yeah. Um, range. I want to go to consistency first. That's fine. Consistency, do you give it to Rogan? I don't know. See, that's kind of tough. Um, while I love Seth Rogan. Mm-hmm. You do love Seth Rogan. I don't know if he has stinkers or not. I'm looking. I need to be reminded. 
The Watch is not a bad movie. Fifty Fifty. That's a good movie. Have you ever seen Fifty Fifty? No. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets cancer, and it's like his best Seth Rogen's his best friend. They kind of just go through it together. Okay. It's a good movie. Um, Seth Rogen. So, Seth Rogen's in Step Brothers? He's the sporting goods yeah. manager. Yeah, and then he's the one guy that gives them the job, and oh, then he farts. Right. Dale farts. <laughs> and then, yeah. Oh, shit. That's funny. Seth Rogen also in the shitty Lion King remake. Daddy uh, Pumbaa. Is. Yeah. The interview only has a 51%. That's atrocious. That's wrong. He's the Green Hornet. Yeah. Superhero. I movie. liked that movie. Yeah, it was fun. Um, screenwriter on Drew. Here's the thing with Jim Carrey is he's had a lot of really bad reviewed movies, but I feel like he's one of those actors, like even his bad review movies, Dark Crimes, 2018, 0%. Jesus. Um, but even movies like <laughs> Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, I haven't seen the second one. I know my dad loves it. I know people love Dumb and Dumber 2. My dad loved it, at least. Funny Dick and Jane. I haven't seen Kick-Ass 2. The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. I don't know. This is tough. Consistency is tough because he has a lot of poorly reviewed movies. But I feel like the ones that are poorly reviewed, like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, 49%, Bruce Almighty, 48%. People like those movies. I mean, Sonic got 63. I mean, you say people like those movies. Well, I agree. I like those movies. 57 audience score for Bruce Almighty. 57 audience score for Ace Ventura. It's It's a small market. It's my dad's comedy. It's two different kinds of comedy, too. It is. It's Dumb and Dumber to 35% audience score. I don't know who to give this to. This is, this is brutal. Um, you know what? I think range, maybe we give it to Carrie. Because Seth Rogen, I feel like in all his movies, is kind of just like Seth Rogen. He's played some serious roles, but not many. Mm-hmm. And even if he's serious, he's still a little Seth Rogen laughing with it. But we look at his his... He doesn't have the lows that Jim Carrey has. He doesn't. I mean, we look at his the sound in the Fury. He's not even in the starring. I don't know. I mean, he's with Seth Rogen or whatever. Zeroville. That was 2019. He's third listed. Didn't even hear about that. Guilt Trip 37. Green Hornet 44. Observing Report 51. Like, he doesn't have terrible, terrible, terrible movies. I think... Observing Report's an okay movie. The high with Jim Carrey's probably higher. I know people love The Truman Show. It is number one. And I know people love Eternal uh, Sunshine and Spotless Night, Mind, mm-hmm. which is number two. But Rogan, I, I think he's more consistently Rogan. Yeah. I agree. I think Rogan, Rogan wins consistency. Um, Carrie wins range. Oh, that would mean Carrie wins the whole thing because we gave Carrie iconic. Oh, were you saying move Rogan on? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that he won iconic, but yeah, move Carrie on. I forgot we even mentioned Iconic. Yeah, Carrie wins Iconic. Yeah. I think Rogan wins Consistency. Yeah. Does Carrie win Range? Yeah, I think that's fair. It's got to be hard to beat the fucking Grinch, bro. <laughs> Next up, we have third seed of Kristen Wig, Kristen Wig, Wig versus newly admitted <laughs> uh, 14th seeded Addy, Addy, <laughs> Andy Sandberg. Now, admittedly, I have no notes ready for Adam Sandberg. So, Kristen Wiig, while you pull that up, she was uh, recently in Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> uh, she's in that. <laughs> <laughs> he just made a fart noise on the pod. <laughs> she's in that Barb and Star movie that just came out. I know people were excited for that. Um, Ghostbusters. She's in The Martian. She's in uh, Anchorman 2. She's Rick Tamlin's love interest. She's in Bridesmaids. 
She's in Whip It. MacGruber. Remember that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're going through this. And I scroll down Andy Samberg's thing, and it's I see The Watch. This is his worst rated movie, right? I'm like, The Watch? What character does he play? And his character's name is Casual Wanker Number 1. <laughs> uh, Kristen Wiig's also in How to Train Your Dragon. She's in Her, Sexy Kitten. You've seen that movie. That's right? got to be a really small role. I have no fucking clue. Knocked Up. Okay, yeah. Sausage Party, she's Brenda. Despicable Me, she's Miss Hattie. Yeah, I didn't realize she was the main female character in Sausage Party. Oh, she's the main main? Yeah, she's Brenda, the main fucking hot dog bun. Yeah, I didn't remember her name. I'm like, th- When I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like her. Okay, what is Andy Samberg in? Andy Samberg, Jason, is known for Palm Springs. Most recently. Yeah. Um, Tour de Pharmacy. That mo- That was really underwhelming. Did you ever watch that? No. It was not as good as it should have been. Uh, he's cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I love you, There's man. There's too much dick in it. Pop star never stops. Never stop. Never stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors. Nick and Nora's infinite playlist. Uh, friends with benefits. I don't even remember him from that. And then you have like Hot Rod and That's My Boy. Um, Hotel Transylvania. Mm-hmm. He's in those movies. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a deep catalog. He does not. But. Even the bad movies I kind of like. Yeah. Um, and then you have, like, Palm Springs that shows, like, he's, he can act. and Yeah. Like, that's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. And he produced it. Kristen Wiig, though, also very good. Bridesmaids, one of the biggest comedies of, I don't know, is it the past ten years? Time's flying by, Jay. I don't know how old this movie yeah, is. Yeah, 2011. I'm going to oh, be honest. I don't have much to say about either of these people. I think iconic Kristen Wiig's been in some iconic movies she's not like the main in any movie and Bridesmaids is she the main main yeah she's the main main in Bridesmaids oh fuck <laughs> she's the bridemaid oh fuck she's the bride no she's the brides oh the what's it called Bri- the bride of honor maid of honor you're the one getting married soon <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one she's the maid of honor okay so she's the main character yes um, Sausage Party, she's co-star as a bun. Anchorman 2 is just an aggressively small role. But then you also have Wonder Woman 84, where she was the main villain. Secondary main villain. She's just fucking terrible. I feel like she should move on, but I don't want her to. Andy, Andy Samberg, I can't give him a, a big role. Palm can't give Springs. him iconic, yeah. No. And, yeah, he wasn't that, big enough. Hot Rod, again. It's a cult classic. He is Rod. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know his name was actually Rod in Hot Rod. That's funny. Consistency. Andy Samberg's bad movies, I still enjoy, and he's not got very many of them. Yeah. And the good movies, I mean, he's got plenty of them. Consistency, I'll give Samberg. Yeah. Range. I feel like we almost have to give it to Wig because she's been in some much better Critically acclaimed movies like The Diary of a Teenage Girl, Her, uh, Martian. Yeah, some smaller roles. Um, but she's got a lot of good stuff if you look at her. She's got some bad stuff. But I just feel like her filmography is so much bigger than Sandberg that that should help with the range. You know, I agree with that. So Kristen Wiig moves on. Um, Sandberg, Hot Rod, very underrated. Fucking love that movie. The whole premise that he's trying to bring back his stepdad, or I don't know if it's his stepdad or his real dad. I don't remember. Stepdad. From death. 
just so they could so he could beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. in a fight. He like, wants to be able to beat him so he can't die before he beats his ass. That's just the whole premise of that's fucking hilarious. We probably could have put what's his name on here too. Um Rob Riggle? Rob Oh, I forgot about Rod Riggle. He's he's not the guy in Hot Rod though. <laughs> oh, Danny McBride? Yes. Eh. Danny McBride's been in a lot of good shit. He's in Tropic Thunder. He's in Hot Rod. He's in Pineapple Express. Well, let's talk about some bigger names. Let's talk about number seven, Steve Carell, versus number ten, Adam Sandler. Steve Carell, the forty-year-old virgin. Most Britain notably, um, what's his name from The Office? Which Michael Scott. Count. Yeah, if we're if we're doing icon, I think he shits on everyone in this, but it doesn't count. Yeah. Um, Adam Sandler. Most notably, crazy Hubie. stupid love for Steve Carell. I didn't. Uh, Fuck yeah, get to throw that in there. Love that fucking movie. Okay, Adam Sandler, probably his biggest role is Hubie. <laughs> uh, fucking great. Movie. Maybe Jack or Jill. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Happy Gilmore, The Water Boy, Longest Yard, Longest Yard, Click, all, all the fucking other ones. It's Andy. It's Adam Sandberg. I get that so fucked up. I have Adam so much trouble with those Sandler. two, and the fact that they decided to star in a movie together really pisses me off. Grown Ups, Uncut Gems, Fifty First Dates. Ooh, Uncut Gems is going to help him so much in this. It is. Fifty First Dates, one of my favorite. Big movies. Daddy, Billy Madison. You don't mess with the Zohan. Don't <laughs> the fucking Zohan. <laughs> That's my boy, which you alluded to. The Wedding Singer, which was like his first big movie. Hotel Transylvania. He's yep. the Mr. Deeds is funny. Don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah, yeah. The Ridiculous Six. Bedtime Stories. I like. Bedtime story is very good. Funny people. He's been in so much shit, dude. Funny people I don't think is good. Seth Rogen's in that with him. No, I think that has good critical. I don't know if people liked it. I remember hating it. 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. What's the audience? Um, I don't know. I'm just on Google. Fuck. 72% like that movie. That's wow. pretty low. That's low, though, because most people just put, yes, I liked it. Um, Iconic. While Steve Carell would win. With Michael. With Michael, easily, he'd beat anyone. I, I don't think any of his movies are necessarily more iconic than anything. Not anything, but than most of the stuff Sandler's done, right? Yeah, I, I think 40-Year-Old Virgin's probably his most known-for movie role. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't stand up to Sander, Sandler. It doesn't. I agree. Um, for range, that's I, tough. Because I like Steve Carell and his serious roles. And but his, his serious funny. movies weren't received well. That's the problem. That is very true. Like, um, he tried doing this, like, I don't want to be comedy anymore. And then it's like, everyone's like, eh. Crazy Stupid Love's probably more serious, but it's still not the other roles that he's tried. And I don't know how you feel. I know you like both these movies. Would you put Fifty First Dates and Crazy Stupid Love around the same level? In terms of? Just their performance in terms of, like, I don't know. Um, no, I think Adam Sandler is very much Adam Sandler in 51st State. <laughs> Steve Carell, it was a little little more serious of a role for him. Okay. There's some more emotional type scenes. Okay. Um, Steve Carell, definitely better than Adam Sandler in 51st States in Crazy Stupid Love. But Uncut Gems is still... Uncut Gems comes I, over the top. Yeah, it's it. huge. It's such a fucking game-changing performance for Adam Sandler. It is. Just a very successful, serious, different role. Zohan? He's Zohan. not Adam Sandler and Zohan. He is not. He's Zohan. That might be his most not Adam Sandler character in his comedies. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, that feels like a Ben Stiller movie. I mean, he had to have been busy making something else, yeah. right? Because <laughs> like Adam Sandler would have just kicked back and produced Don't Mess With The Zohan if Ben Stiller starring. 
Yeah, that feels like a Ben Stiller movie, so I don't know what happened. Wow. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I give Iconic and range to Sandler. Consistency is what it is. I still think it's Sandler. I think I just got to say that to be the clean sweep. Yeah, he's got some really, really shit movies, but he's got – you know what you're going to get. And with Carell, like, he's got some – he tried doing other stuff, and it wasn't as good. I don't know. Sandler is a – he's a powerhouse for a reason. Goddamn right. And I will say, Jay, he is in a different part of this bracket compared to another powerhouse, and it'll be a showdown if they get together. <laughs> I think they're going to. Paul Rudd is our number two seed, uh, most notably because he's in the MCU, and that yeah. makes a lot of fucking money. Yep. Going up against Jason Sudeikis, very much an underdog. I think the – no, Jay, I mean, Zach Galifianakis was 16. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, though, underdog. I like him a lot, though. Jason Sudeikis from – we're the Millers. We're the Millers. Horrible bosses. He was in Hall Pass. He's the one Owen that's Wilson. in um, that one show that everyone's talking about, right? Yeah, Ted, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. I really want to watch that. Um, wow, you spelled his name wrong on our bracket. Sudeikis? Yeah, you weren't even close. Sud Yeah, I was two letters off. I put an A where there's an E I. I feel like that's a common, common English language mistake. He's also in Horrible Bosses. Two? I don't know if he's in the first one. Yeah, he's in all of them. I know you like those movies. Very good. Very funny. Yeah, you made him a top ten comedy movie of the decade. I fucking like that movie. It's <laughs> funny. You ever watched it? No. It's got the one dude who's canceled now. He's the sexual sexual assault guy. Chris Delilah? Chris no, that's oh, no. a comedian. No, he's, he's the weirdest cancel guy ever because he literally just played a, a predator in a show, and then turns out, hey, that wasn't that's actually shit he does in real life. Who, Chris Delilah? Delia. Delilah? Yes. No, like, in, in the show, uh, I don't fucking remember the name of the show. He plays a dude who hits on an underage girl and tries drugging her and raping her. Oh, Jesus. And then it comes out that he hits on underage girls and is inappropriate. Like, why do you accept that role if you know you do shady shit like that? Because he's a piece of shit. He doesn't it's incredible, like just like, I'm never going to get caught. I can do whatever I want type mentality then we have paul rudd who is ant-man who is um brian fantana in anchorman he's in romeo and juliet he's in is he really yeah he's like the other guy in romeo and juliet like juliet's supposed to be with paul rudd but then she wants leonardo dicaprio wow yeah um go 40, back 40 year old virgin he is dinner for schmucks we said it was a bad movie but i still don't hate that movie at all i don't um, love his performance in it i could say that much Okay. He's also in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's he in a is, lot of stuff. He's so good in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's he a is. smaller role, but God damn it if it's not one of my favorite from him. This is 40. He's Very in good. With, uh, what's her name? What's that actress's name? Oh, I like her a lot, too. Leslie She's Mann. also in 40-Year-Old Virgin. I think Leslie Mann. It is Leslie Mann. You're right. Perks of being a wallflower. He's a teacher, as mentioned. Nailed that. He's Ant-Man. I don't know if we have actually said that. Yes, that was the first thing I said. He's Ant-Man, Jay. Apparently, he's in uh, Night at the Museum. I don't remember him. He's going to be in the new Ghostbusters this year. Okay. Didn't know that. Uh, role Models. Have you ever seen Role Models? Uh-uh. Oh, it's so underrated. It's so fucking funny. What is it about? Um, they get arrested for something, have to do community service, and so they get paired up with these kids who like don't have friends. It's mm -hmm. like a Big Brother program. And it's just very funny. I feel like... William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. He's Dave Paris. Okay, so iconic role. It's gotta. 
It's Ant-Man. It's yeah. fucking Ant-Man. He's just the most boring MCU guy. He's the least iconic MCU hero. He is, but, I mean, it doesn't. Uh, it's an MCU hero nonetheless. And it's Jason Sudeikis. He doesn't have much yeah. else to go with. Yeah. Um, he could be Mr. Miller, would be his most iconic <laughs> role from We're the Millers. Um, consistency and range. Again, like, I love Jason Sudeikis, but Paul Rudd sweeps all three. Yeah, I agree. Paul Rudd's always great. He's always funny. He can do funny, different things. He's been serious. He could be the main guy. He could take a back seat and be the side guy. He's Paul Rudd. He's probably top five most likable people in America. Honestly, he he really is. We go back to the top. Paul Rudd moving on. I told you we'd power through this. This was much quicker than the other side first round. Well, we're at um, just under two hours. Yeah, this is a fight for our longest episode ever. Bill Hader, our one seed, a powerhouse juggernaut, going up against Jonah Hill. Seventh seed. Kind of a powerhouse juggernaut in his own right, Jay. Iconic. Who do you think has a more iconic role? This is kind of tough. Bill Hader, while great, I don't know if I have an iconic role for Hader. He's just done a lot of voice work. That's the thing. And even the voice work, like, he's rarely the main guy, right? Yeah. And maybe Cloudy he was. Inside yeah, out, yeah. definitely not. Um, Jonah Hill, I, I, 21 Jump Street character. He had two movies based off of it. He's very good in Wolf of Wall Street and a very unique character in that. Moneyball, yeah. That's not as big. I, I, this is one of those ones where I just feel like neither of them really have an iconic role. Uh, so I, I think what it comes down to is Jonah Hill's Seth in Superbad. I think his performance in Superbad is probably the biggest role that both of these guys have had. Yeah. Um, Bill Hader is a side character in that movie. Yeah. Where Jonah Hill's stars. Either way, I feel like if we do range, Jonah Hill, and consistency, I feel like Jonah Hill. <laughs> um, yeah, Bill Hader's done Maybe some Hader more serious you can stuff. Consistency, but. But I, 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 Jonah Hill, it's hard to beat Jonah Hill with all the different shit he's done. His range to consistency is so good because he's done different shit and he's so good in those different shits. Yeah. Um, Jonah Hill moving on. Next up we have Will Ferrell versus Vince Vaughn. Tough. This is the um tough. The matchup of old school. I don't think it's tough. I love Vince Vaughn. No, tough for Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah, Will Ferrell iconic, <laughs> consistent Will Ferrell. And even if we range which we didn't give to Ferrell last time, he we, may get it against Vaughn. I think he does because Will Ferrell's done. Ron Burgundy's his own character. Um, why can't I think of his name? Ricky Bobby's his own character. The semi-pro guy's his own character. Blades of Glory's his own character. The kicking and screaming guy's his own character. While Step he's Brothers. Will Ferrell, those are very unique comedy Will Ferrell performances. It's not like he's the same guy in this movie In this movie. like Vince Vaughn's essentially the same guy in Dodgeball as he is in old, old school. I will say the one thing, as Will Ferrell has gotten older, he hit a point in his career where everything now is almost the same. It's after the other guys. Yeah, he got into that, like, I mean, he tried Holmes and Watson. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he got into that, like, like that awkward old dad white guy kind of role with That's the other guys. Now. Yeah. And he, he got he typecast himself. I mean, he did Anchorman, too, but. That's just calling back a, a role he already did, though. Yeah. All right, Will Ferrell moves on. Mm-hmm. Next up, Jim Carrey versus Kristen Wiig. Jim Carrey, again, it's hard to beat him in Iconic. Yep. 
There is one person I see coming up who may actually do that, though. <laughs> um, consistency. Uh, carry? I think Wig gets range. I think consistency goes to Carry. Yeah, Jim Carrey, even the bad movie season, I haven't seen all of them, but he's got a style. Like, when you watch Sonic and you see how he acts in – like, I don't, he's just got a nice style, and I like what he adds to movies. I think he's a positive part of 90% of movies he's in. Yeah, if it's a bad project, he's still an enjoyable aspect of the bad project. Yeah. Um, Kristen Wiig, very good. Done a lot of different shit, a lot of serious roles and stuff. It's just hard to go against Carrey's iconic characters. Yeah. Um. Just how, how consistently he pumps shit out, man. Yeah. Adam Sandler versus Paul Rudd. Again, top five guy in America, Paul Rudd. Adam Sandler may also be on that list of most likable dudes. I think he is. You just <laughs> see him walking around in his pair of basketball shorts and his baggy, baggy t-shirt. Clothes, yeah. And you're just like, that's fucking Adam Sandler. Now, iconic, I know Ant-Man's MCU, but are we still giving either the Waterboy or Happy I, Gilmore? I feel like you have to. Over Ant-Man, right? I feel like you have to. I would agree. And Ant-Man isn't like a popular comic book character either. Yeah. But he it's not like Robert Downey Jr. who made Iron Man huge. Yeah. It's like Ant-Man's a part of the MCU, and it's the least successful part of the MCU. Yeah, it really is. Um, So Sandler gets iconic. Range for me is, is Rudd. That's fair. Um, I, Uncut Gems is very good, and Anne Sandler's incredible in it. But with that being said, that's his only different thing. Yeah, jump away. Yeah. Um, Zohan, you know, a little bit, but that's his one. And it's very fucking good, but it's his one. Yeah. Consistency is brutal. I just, Sandler's done so much. It's one of those things where he has. Um, I love Paul Rudd. And he's great, and he's been in some great stuff. And, yeah, Adam Sandler has some clunkers, Jack and Jill, Blended, all those kind of movies. But he also has some cult classics. More than a few. I mean, half, like I, I just went through the list, and Paul Rudd doesn't really have any of that. I mean, his number one, quote-unquote, cult classic, he's, what, number three? Number four? No, nah, number three. Maybe number two. <laughs> Anchorman? Yeah. I don't know. Who do you, who would you say he's number three? He's number two A. Who's two with them? Brick, right? Yeah, Brick. And then David Koch. Champ. Champ's there. I feel like in the movie itself, Champ is kind of like the second guy, but performance-wise, he's last. You know what I mean? Correct. I would agree with that. Um, Paul Rudd, I mean, it really just depends. Like, obviously, everyone loves Adam Sandler, and he's like, you know, the, the people's kind of guy where, like, he has a fan base. Yep. But holy shit, if you go to his IMDb, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies that aren't rotten. <laughs> and then you just scroll and scroll. And some of these are producing, but he's got to have no less than 30 rotten movies, critically. But how many of those rotten movies are movies we like? And that's the problem, is 51st Dates is rotten, and... Billy Madison is rotten, and Big Daddy is rotten, and Don't Mess with the Zohan, and Click, and The Waterboy. Click and is rotten? The Longest Yard. Longest Yard has 31%. Wow. And Bedtime Stories, and That's My Boy. That's fair. Um, <laughs> just go with it. Pixels. Grandma's The Benchwarmers has 13%. That feels criminal. Um, Grown Ups has 11%. 
So it's it really is like he's got his fan base, and I fucking love Adam Sandler, and I'm the Ridiculous Six, the movie with the funny baseball scene, has a zero percent. <laughs> um, Paul Rudd is as easily the critically better and more consistent. It's not even a competition. But Adam Sandler's so unique in that, like, he makes Adam Sandler movies, and who gives a shit what critical people think? You know? Yeah. So I'm going to leave it up to you. Because I give Sandler iconic. I give Rudd range. Consistency is Adam Sandler is consistently doing Adam Sandler level stuff. And there's a huge fan base for that. That is objectively not critically good stuff, though. It's very consistent. And it's very much what you're looking for out of Adam Sandler. But, again, Rotten Tomatoes for how much value or however much you want to give them. Just bad, 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 bad. Yeah, if we look at, I mean, Rudd's got some stuff too, but, I mean, look at his filmography. I just want to go through it. So we have Avengers Endgame. I mean, how much of that is him, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, The Little Prince, which did a million dollars. He is Mr. Prince, though. But, I mean, million dollars. Again, Captain America Civil War, how much of that is him? Yep. Knocked Up, I don't remember how big of a role he plays in that. He's fairly front side character. Ant-Man and the Wasp. That movie was not 87%. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. You know how much I hate that movie. (laughs) Fuck that. Four-year-old virgin, side character, Perks of Being a Wallflower, side side character, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, side character, although very good. Electric side character. Ant-Man, again, MCU bump, Prince Avalanche. skipped over I Love You, Man, which he is very much. I see that. I Love You, Man. He's the I Love You part of Man. (laughs) Prince Avalanche, 205,000. Sausage Party, small role. Clueless, I honestly have never heard of, so I don't know how big. Rush, Time Stand Still, narrator. Is that about Big Time Rush? Uh, no, no box office. I don't know. Role Models, it's him. Anchorman 2, side character. Between Two Ferns, didn't even talk about that for Galifianakis. I just, I feel like with Rudd, like, he's got more fresh movies, but, like, I don't know. He just, uh, like... A lot of it is him kind of on the side, and he has, like, maybe one or two where it's him. And then if we look at the movies where he is the main guy, like This is 40, which I like. Uh, Reno 911, he's in. That's a good movie. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I'll give it to Sandler. Sandler's the more iconic. I think he wins that category Mm -hmm. um, by so much. That I can give him the edge in, in the other one. It's just tough with Rudd because it's just tough. It is. Sandler moving on, though. Our final four comedians, Jonah Hill versus Will Ferrell. What a matchup. Yeah, seventh versus 12. This is March. <laughs> uh, Jonah Hill, I most iconic role, super bad. Will Ferrell's obviously Ron Burgundy. Uh, I don't think we even have to talk about that. Mm. You know, Will Ferrell's got the icon factor. Now, we talk about range. Don't even have to talk about it to the icon factor level. It's Jonah Hill. Yeah, for sure. Jonah Hill blows him out in this category, much like Ferrell blows him out in the other category. Which comes down to consistency. Which, fuck, using our own rules, are we going to, is the favorite of this tournament going to (laughs) lose? This is fucking tough. It, yeah, it is because 
Well, Will Ferrell's fucking fantastic. So is Jonah Hill. And like I said, Jonah Hill has the ability to be very good in a lot of different roles, too. Um, Jonah Hill, How to Train Your Dragon. How big of a role is Snot Lout? I've never seen those movies. It's a side role. Okay, so side role and animated. It's not, it's I'm not, not going to have that carry too much weight. It's not a cameo, but it's a side role. Yeah, side, side role and animated. I'm not going to carry too much weight. Lego movie, again, side role, animated, not going to carry too much weight. But Moneyball, very much front Co-star. center. Uh, we get to the How to Train Your Dragon movies again, Lego Batman movie. Not that is up. important to mention, though. That is six best tomato meters are animated. But we still get to 89%, which is knocked up. Well, Moneyball is still there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So six of his top seven or five of his top six, whatever it is. Yeah. Knocked up, side character, but very at the front of it. Super bad is his character. Django. His small role. 87. Hail Caesar, I've never heard of. I don't know. 21, 22 Jump Street. Co-star. Rocket Science, I've never heard of. Did 700,000 in the box office. Lego Movie again. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, side character. This is the end. Co-star for most of it. Wolf of Wall Street, although he had 79, but an Oscar movie. Where the fuck? Obviously, side character. Oh, it's down there. Yeah, yeah, Um, Mega Mind, another acting role. Get him to the Greek star. War Dogs star. I, I, think, I think the highs with Jonah Hill are obviously so much higher than Will Ferrell. From a pure acting standpoint, I mean, Will Ferrell's never been nominated for an Oscar, I don't think. Um, which, I wonder, is he ever going to try? You feel like he will eventually, but he's getting up there in age. Um, he was born in 67. I mean, he's kind of taken over. Maybe his Oscar, he's trying to get a producing Oscar. I mean, Booksmart, he was executive producer. That movie was fantastic. Incredible. Um, Hustlers, he was a producer. Wait, is that the same Hustler? Is that the one about yeah, the strippers? I think so. It is. He was a producer for that, too. <laughs> Can't believe he worked on that. <laughs> I feel like he's going to get an Oscar for producing one day. Um, we look at his best movies, Elf, that he stars. Other guys, Certified Fresh, Wedding Crashers, side character. How crazy is that Anchorman 2 is Certified Fresh, but Anchorman 1 isn't? It's disgusting. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. That's called, like... Everyone loved Anchorman 1, and it got better with time that they gave Anchorman 2 the fresh. That just proves that Anchorman 1 should be certified fresh, right? Correct. Because that is the worst of the two. People started liking it more. Um, he's got good movies. That's the thing. It's like the highs aren't as high. In all of his good movies, he's the guy in them. You know what I mean? He is Megamind. Like, yeah. Well, he's Megamind. He's old school. He's the main character. <laughs> Anchorman, he's obviously the main character. Is Blades he the of Glory. main character in Old School? I feel like Frank's a side main character to the Wilson brother. Okay, yeah. But Ricky Bobby, Blades of Glory, Anchorman. Stranger Than Fiction, he's the main. Elf, he's the main. Other guys, he's co-starring. Eurovision, showed off his ability to sing. <laughs> I just, I, I think the, it's higher with Jonah Hill, but a lot of his movies... He's either animated side character, Moneyball. Like he, it's just it's tough. It is tough. It really is. We even look at like Will Ferrell's rotten movies, like Step Brothers. Yeah, I mean that's obviously fantastic. Um, Kicking and Screaming, I love. Kicking and Screaming is a great fucking movie. Executive producer in Hot Rod. Didn't know that. Downhill superstar. I like Daddy's Home. 
He plays Jesus in Superstar. Sky Corgan slash Jesus. <laughs> Semi-pro. Um, get hard. That being said, he does have some stinkers. He does. Like Holmes and Watson in the house. Semi-pro, Mostly recent stuff. 22%. I'm not counting that stinker for me. <laughs> um, Night at the Roxbury, the 9%, house? but 69%. Wasn't the house really bad, too? Yeah. But Jonah's... I, I feel like if this was before 2015, for example, this is a blowout for Farrell. Um, the fact that he continues to work is bringing him down. Yeah. Which is tough. The worst movie Jonah Hill's been in recently is The Watch, 2012, 16%. And so, what, nine years ago? That's the thing. Jonah Hill also doesn't do as much. Jonah Hill's last acting movie on screen was The Beach Bum, 56%. Um, that did three million. He did. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. That did one point four million. Twenty eighteen. Hail Caesar in twenty sixteen. Thirty million. John Hill hasn't been working recently. Have you noticed this? Doing a lot more behind the scenes stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Like uh, mid eighties, he directed and wrote. Mid nineties. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. War Dogs was like his last big movie. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. I feel like he's kind of transitioning to the behind the scenes guy or sausage party actually, but he's not on screen for that. Yeah. That and, and, um, voiceover work. Look, the, the, the highest hire with Jonah Hill. He's got those two great supporting actor nods. Farrell. He's consistent. You know what he's going to get? And he's just got so much good shit that I love. And it's the consistent category. And obviously, like I said, if we bring up the recent stuff, it hurts Farrell. But his stretch is just so consistent. And every time he released a movie, it was a banger. Yeah. Farrell moves on. This is tough. Jim that might Carrey. might have been the toughest matchup for him. I, spoiler alert, I think that was the final. <laughs> Jim Carrey versus Adam Sandler. Um, brutal for Iconic here. Yeah. Because they go toe-to-toe. They do. They really do. And I'm willing to say push, and let's talk about it. And if we have to come back to it, we can. Yeah, I'm, I agree. Range-wise, has Carrie done an Uncut Gems level range movie? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. And um, The Truman Show are like his two serious movies. Okay, yeah. Fair. Um, They're not as brash of roles. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, a little bit. Um, okay. But it's different. It's different. It is serious in a sense, though. So, um, I would I would say he has that. You're giving him range. It's just range was so long ago, and I think Uncut Gems was so recently. It's front of your mind. Yeah. Does he have a Zohan level role? Well, you know, I'll give him Grinch as a Zohan level role. Yeah, I think Carrie's has more range than Sandler. I, I it's it's different because they both do their own thing and they're different. Mm-hmm. But they. Carol's, uh, excuse me, Carrie's also done other things, and I think he just has more of a sample size than Sandler does in that regard. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at Sandler, too, though, um, I believe uh, the the Merowitz stories is a fairly, I want to say that's the name of it, fairly serious-ish role. It's his highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes, 92%. Wow. Um, uncut gems, you know, obviously a serious role. Are we going to call this a push too? (laughs) 
Who's more consistent, Jay? I think it's fair to yeah call it a push. More consistent. I think Jim Carrey's kind of stepped out of the limelight a little bit, and I think they both have bad movies. So that's kind of a wash. I think Sandler has a little bit more just in terms of outputting more. Mm -hmm. But they both have some rotten stuff that is very much you like it. If you like it, you like it. Um, They're very similar, aggressively similar. And I feel like they both are people who have their own fan base. Like there's people who love Jim Carrey and watch Jim Carrey because it's Jim Carrey. Much like there's people who love Adam Sandler and watch Adam Sandler stuff because it's Adam Sandler. And I I think – I think Sandler, I might give more consistent just because there's almost Jim Carrey has like his role. Like there's Jim Carrey roles mm-hmm. where it's like he's got his personality. But then I feel like there's Adam Sandler movies. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm trying to talk through this. I It's tough, man, because I think Sandler has more shit, shit, shit movies compared to Carrey. Yeah, and again, I think that's just because he's done so much more, though, you know. But, I mean, Jack and Jill, awful film. The Ridiculous Six, awful film. True Crimes, 0%. Don't forget, it's Jim Carrey. Okay. Um, How many reviews, I wonder if that does that have, was 0%. Apparently, The Cobbler was an awfuler film of 10%. I... I but again, like Grown Ups, Grown Ups one, eleven percent. That's a fun movie. Yeah. That's a fun fucking movie. Yeah. Eight Crazy Nights, good fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a niche audience. I personally lean a little bit towards Sandler. I am as well. So we'll have Sandler move on. Very and, close though. And then we have the two biggest names in comedy: Will Ferrell versus Adam Sandler. They need to make a movie together. <sighs> Surprised they haven't. I Much like Will Smith and Dwayne Johnson. This is another movie-making opportunity. Yeah. You know what? Like, I, I almost feel like it's kind of – it's too late. You know, They're not at their prime anymore. I would agree with that. Their humor isn't as funny, in, you know. Going back, I mean, you look at the MCU, our final two there, Jay. Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson made a movie together, and it's arguably the best movie in the MCU. Falcon and the Winter um, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Okay. It just shows if you make it far in this bracket, you should be working together. Uh, DiCaprio and Tom Hardy work together. And Inception's a fucking banger. Look, more iconic. I think we both lean Ron Burgundy every day of the week. Yeah. Joey has his own podcast. Well, I knew it's, that, but they're so still doing bad. it. It's so bad. It just it hurts the character every time I listen to it. I haven't tried after don't, like the first don't do episode. It. It'll taint it. It's one of those just do not do it. <laughs> I can't believe they're still doing it. It blows me away. I, there can't be that many people who genuinely can deal with it. So he wins that. <sighs> Range we'll give to Sandler because Uncut Gems. Yep. And consistency. I mean, Will Ferrell's also got rotten movies, but his rotten movies are so much better than Sandler's worst movies. I mean, I haven't seen Sherlock and Holmes or Holmes and Watson. But that's at, uh, it's a very much an outlier. But for one, Holmes and Watson, Sandler has Jack and Jill and Blended and all those, you know. And I think the thing is, like, Will Ferrell's classic movies that, like, everyone loves, critics also kind of like them. Yeah, and there's almost more, like, 
intelligence to the humor. I know a lot of it's kind of like spitball, but like Adam McKay, we've seen him do great things in other like Vice and The Big Shore, and like we know that there was a, an, an intelligent thought process behind these comedies. Absolutely. Whereas Sandler, I'm sure there was, but Sandler, it's more him dicking around with his friends. Yeah. Which I, you know, I respect. I'd take Adam Sandler's career every day of the week. It's fucking great. I agree, though. I think. For consistency, there's levels, and Will Ferrell is very consistently Will Ferrell, and Adam Sandler is very consistently Adam Sandler, and that puts Ferrell above Sandler. Do you think a movie, how much money do you think a movie, Happy Gilmore 2, which I still don't know why they don't make it. Why wouldn't they make that movie? Like an old man tour, bring back. Exactly, the Champions Tour. Like, that's something every fan would want. Like, yeah, you might make a bad movie and taint the franchise. Who cares? It's a fucking comedy. You know what I mean? Especially if they make it, like, set in Hawaii or something, so Adam Sandler agrees to do it. Anyways, how much money does it make? They do that movie. Reporting on the Champions Tour is Ron Burgundy. They get Will Ferrell involved. (laughs) He's a fucking on-site reporter. And he gets, like, involved in it. Like, he makes, like, an offhand comment that he could do what him and Shooter McGavin are doing. And then Ron Burgundy joins the tour, too, and they just fucking get Burgundy in on it as well. I think that would be a bigger crossover than Infinity War. That would make so much money. And obviously, Will Ferrell has no problem beating a dead horse with the Ron Burgundy character and dragging it out doing that podcast. Is it an ego thing? Do him and Sandler like not like each other because they're both like the two alphas of the SNL. the genre? They weren't. Adam Sandler was SNL, huh? Were they there at the same time? There's got to be skits with them, right? Because they're like the two biggest, most successful SNL people. I just don't get how they have not worked together at all. And maybe we're missing something, but I can't think of one. They're not a movie. For sure, not a movie. They've had guys that have, they've worked with, like, past actors back and forth. I feel like John Letter or Header, Ben Schwarmer's Sandler movie, and then did Blades of Glory. Maybe not actually. Because the Barrel guys are like guys. John C. Riley and there's, Paul Rudd, Steve Carell a little bit. Yeah, and Sandler guys are just the less. Sasha Baron Cohen. No. Isn't Sasha Baron Cohen the bad guy in Talladega Nights? That would be Farrell, not Sam. No, I know. I was still talking about Farrell. Oh, yeah, but (laughs) he's not a Will Farrell guy. (laughs) Uh, I I feel like the Sandler guy, like the Farrell guys, like John C. Riley. there's less of them. They're more successful outside of Farrell stuff. The Sandler guys are like, if you want a career, you're going to keep working with me because no one else is going to hire you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. TheThings.com. Seven celebrities Adam Sandler never works with. Never works with Tom Cruise. I mean, I, I don't know why. I think it's just a list of people he's never worked with. There's, like, no info on it. <laughs> I What a stupid list to make. Yeah, I'm backing up, and this website's <laughs> super slow. I don't know, man. Adam took over. Hasn't Adam McKay worked with? Sandler? I could be wrong there. What? I'm sorry. I was reading. Has Adam McKay worked with Adam Sandler? I feel like he might have. I don't... I... I... We're Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell teaming for three Mississippi. <laughs> this is a 2014 article. Three Mississippi. This was a 2011. This is a film that was released. It never happened. In development. 
What, three Mississippi? Fuck the Snyder Cut. I want three Mississippi. Adam Sandler replaces Mark Wahlberg in Will Ferrell's comedy, Three Mississippi. Adam Sandler was replaced by Mark Wahlberg? Replacing, I think. It's Three Mississippi, just the other guys? Is <laughs> Adam Sandler supposed to be the bat? I could see Adam Sandler playing the the grizzled cop who shot Jeter. Well, this was after. This was after other guys. They were reuniting for Three Mississippi. This is like a crazy deep dive. Dude, see, Adam Sandler replaces Mark Wahlberg in Three Mississippi. This is movieweb.com. Will Ferrell stars in this comedy about two rival families who square off in an annual Thanksgiving Day football game. That could have been good. Apparently Alec Baldwin was going to be in it too. They need to do something together, man. Here's the deal, Jay. Why don't they do a comedy crossover? They see how much money the MCU is doing. Just fucking do it. We need to seriously work on marketing our podcast better. (laughs) Get an audience and demand three Mississippi. (laughs) More so than the Snyder Cut. (laughs) We need to be a very, very, very vocal minority. Okay. And I think it'll gain steam. They just need to work together on something. Something. Give me anything. I don't know. That's one of the weirdest things. Also, please invent a time machine so... It's like you guys in your prime, and it's not Holmes and Watson. Yeah, for real. <laughs> or Hubie Halloween. That was a good movie. <laughs> Will Ferrell moving on to the final four. Wow, as what a surprise. What a, yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> uh, his best movies that we are going to be reviewing. Anchorman, which we've already reviewed, so that's going to be a little bit of a cheater. The only one that it was in last year's March Movie Madness. Uh, Talladega Nights. Love it. And Step Brothers? Yeah, why not? I mean, it makes it real easy. I don't have to watch a goddamn thing. You do have to watch Holmes and Watson. That I will watch and suffer through. Those are the four movies. Tom Hardy. We're going to throw Inception on there because we're watching it for DiCaprio anyways. Mad Max. Or should we not throw that on there because that's going to be kind of no score there? How big of a role does Tom Hardy have? It's like it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's the two. And then there's the other guy, like the main guy. Tom Hardy's in it. It is not. We could do Revenant since we're not doing it for DiCaprio, but do we really want to watch that? I don't. I don't want to watch that. I put Venom as the bad movie because it's got a bad review, but it's fun. Why don't we do Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Rises. And Warrior, which I'm pretty sure he got something for. Tom Hardy Oscars. No, he didn't. (sighs) Tom Hardy's Warrior has an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Tom Hardy, Rotten. You can answer that, Ty. It's not me. Oh. <laughs> Damn, it's already 5 o'clock. Dunkirk, Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, Tinker Maybe Taylor, we'll do. Let's do Dunkirk. Spy. I don't know how big of a role he has in Dunkirk, but let's do Dunkirk. Well, let's let's make sure it's a big role first. Farrier is his name. Dunkirk, he is casted. He's not even top six in the cast and crew thing. I have to click on the show all for him to pop up. He's not even on the second line. Christopher Nolan's on the second line twice before he... He is not a big role in this. Okay, I'm moving off of it. Uh, <laughs> Locke did one million. That's not fun. We're just going to do Inception. Or we could do Warrior, which is 83%. Is he a big role in Warrior? Um, I think he's the titular Warrior. Is he the Warrior? Um... 
He's listed like second. He's looks Tommy. Looks like they're co- co-stars here. We can do that or or double di- dip on Inception. It's up to you. Let's double dip on Inception. You're fucking lazy. <laughs> so Mad Max, Inception. What was the other one? Oh, Dark Knight. Yeah. Rises. Are you typing this as I'm typing this? Yep. Beats to it. All right. So next week, 16 movie reviews coming at you. They're not going to be in um, – it's actually going to be a little bit less than 16, but they're not going to be in-depth, as in-depth. We're just going to rattle through these scores. We have Her, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, The Nanny Diaries, Wolf of Wall Street, Inception, <laughs> Django Unchained, The Man in the Iron Mask, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, Holmes and Watson. Will Ferrell's going to get such good scores because we're going to love his comedies. I mean, Anchorman's our second highest. And then it's just going to get tanked on for Holmes and Watson. That's going to ruin it for him. And then Inception, Mad Max, Dark Knight Rises, and Venom. Um, let us know on Twitter who you think is going to win March Movie Madness. Scarlett Johansson, Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Ferrell, or Tom Hardy, the greatest actor of all time. Who do you think is going to come in last? I, I don't want to say. Okay. The listeners can say. Go watch all those movies. Everyone listening, though. You have one week to watch 14 films? Just about 14. Yeah, go do that. Ty, I have a uh, random movie. Ron's made a score for you. So I wasn't prepared. So I'm going to go with a movie for Jonah Hill. Because I I have his page up. And we're going to go with the movie. Uh, That one's too topical. Let's go with a movie that had a lot of people in it Mm. that were in this. No. Had Seth Rogen, Kirsten Wick, Kristen Wick, Jonah Hill, Bill Hader, four of our 16 comedy actors. Paul Rudd, five of our 16 comedy actors. Sausage Party. Ooh, Sausage Party. We're going to go 84%. Oh, 82%. You were so close. I was going to say 83, too. So close. That's easily my best one. 2%. So close. That's all I got for you, Ty. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.